This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And today is Thursday. It's June 4th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Officials say three people were killed in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, and a fourth was killed in Delaware County when severe storms hit the region on Wednesday afternoon. One of the deaths occurred after a tree fell on the Philmont Country Club in Huntington Valley after the straight line winds ripped across the area uh, and the golf course shortly after 12 p.m. The club's head pro, 34-year-old Justin Regal, was in the golf cart area when the storm blew in and knocked a tree on him. There was uh, a frantic rescue operation as crews tried to save Regal, but he did not survive. This is like an awful story. Regal leaves behind a wife who is due to give birth later this month. We've played at Philmont several times with the Cora golf outing, and I'm sure we've met him before, and that's uh, that's just horrible, horrible news. Yeah, That storm yesterday, and we were just talking about it before the show uh, came on, Kathy, yesterday was unbelievably quick and destructive. And in, uh, in, in my area there there uh, we never get power failures our power went out around 12 12 30 i mean right I, whenever the storm struck and the power stayed off till about 8 8 30 at night and there's still loads of people in that area that don't have power um i can't believe that it wasn't a tornado like yeah. that's how quick and strong it was that I, I i was um i got i got really nervous now i didn't lose power but most of my area did right across the street from me my neighbor's tree fell down and like a big huge old tree so where we were they if, you know it's, it's sort of a, a, a quiet part as far as just you know mass transit and all afternoon they were rerouting the buses down our street so the 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 the, uh, the septa buses were coming down one right after another because all around the area that's how many trees had fallen in Lower Marion Township, a 49-year-old woman was killed when a tree came crashing down while she was inside a vehicle on Belmont Avenue near Rock Hill and Levering Mill Roads, right down the street oh, from the station. Geez. In a separate incident in the Winwood section of the township, a tree toppled along the 1300 block of Medford Road, also killing a man inside a vehicle. Numerous long-term facilities lost power during the height of the storm, and 12 facilities were still using emergency generators by Wednesday evening. Uh, officials say that they are working to coordinate assistance with special consideration given to ensure the continued isolation of residents who have COVID-19. Uh, in Phoenixville, Chester County, the storm quickly flooded several streets and brought down trees into power lines. In Lansdale, the storm damaged the roof of a 150-unit apartment complex. The Lansdale Borough Emergency Management Agency is working with the Red Red Cross to coordinate housing for a large number of displaced residents. In Wallingford, Delaware County, a fire claimed a man's life on the 600 block of Morris Lane. Neighbors said the storm hit and they heard something that sounded like a transformer pop. First responders said a power line went down at around the same time. Now, the Montgomery County Emergency Communication Center received 1,500 calls for assistance in a one-hour period from 12 p.m. until 1 1 p.m. So the center answers approximately 2,300 calls on an average 24-hour day. Wow. So they got 1,500 calls yesterday in one hour. And the National Weather Service reported a maximum uh, wind gust for Montgomery County of 76 miles per hour. So the weather today, uh, it, Preston, you were saying it's not going to be as as uh, tumultuous as it was yesterday. It, it could exacerbate some of these issues, right? Yeah, yeah possibly could. If, I mean, if there were trees that were weakened and didn't quite come right, down, it may right. not take a whole lot to bring other ones down. 
my uh, parents lost power and it has not come back yet. And uh, my dad uh, decided to sleep here last night. He's at my house because uh, he has a season. For some reason, I thought you meant the station, Nick. I'm like, not at what? the station, no, uh, in my house where <laughs> I'm course. still broadcasting of from. Of course. Why would I even think that? Uh, but, you know, they have no AC and it's been uh, awfully muggy. But he has a CPAP machine and really can't sleep well without it. So he needed power. And there are no hotels you can go to. So he came here last night. Nick, you giving him a good rate uh, for the night? Uh, yeah, yeah okay. it was only 50 bucks for the <laughs> night. Fair. And, all right, um, but, but all the water uh, he wants were, to drink. Okay, you only get one bowl of cereal, Dad. <laughs> there is a surcharge for additional refills. It's uh, it's his That's 73rd my boy. birthday today. It's his what? It's his 73rd birthday today. Oh, what a happy day. I know, right? Waking up in his underwear at his son's home. (laughs) And you have to give him free refills on water. Yeah, you do. For sure. Okay, and you know what, Kathy? I'm going to throw in some Cheerios just because it's his birthday. (laughs) Though, Nick, Nick, I do caution to uh, remind you, you're not obliged to give him anything but tap water. If you have bottled, you don't have to do (laughs) it. You don't have that you charge him for, for sure. Thank you, Steve. (laughs) <laughs> you know what? Do you guys know? So I never lose power at my house. Now, I know that my power lines are underground. Is that the reason? And it the might reason be. I, it, it probably helps. Yeah, it, it might be. I mean, they, they eventually the, the stuff has to um, come up above the ground. But um, I would imagine the more that there is underground, the less likelihood that you'll have a, a, an incident. I just ask because so for 11 years I've been in this house, we've never once lost power. Wow. Um and so there's another new neighborhood where their power lines are also underground. And that entire neighborhood yesterday, without power, they're still without power this morning. Do so, you know if they have underground trees? I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Oh, Steve. You know what? Maybe that's it. Maybe that's yeah. it. No, you know, it, it, sometimes it is the luck of the draw, Kathy. Because, again, in our area, which is, is known for a lot of trees and big trees, uh, I, uh, we had maybe one or two quick power outages. And then that was it. And even yesterday's was not, uh, you know, insurmountable compared to what other people are going through. But... Sometimes it's just the luck of the draw, but I do understand that in areas where there are uh, the the uh, the power cables underground, just you mm-hmm. assume that they're going to be more stable. So, Kath, if um we got more weather headed our way uh, today, do you recommend that maybe Nick's dad come to your house to Ooh. sleep? Well, you know what? My, yes, just to be sure. safe. Yeah, that's not a problem because my parents also okay, lost power. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, that that's Nick, terrible. You can't combine Nick's dad and me. No, stop it. Nick, How about my dad? Nick and your never dad? does this. Nick never does this for me. <laughs> Yeah, my parents lost power, too, so I'm just going to, like, set up a camp here. But I'm definitely charging for water. <laughs> yeah, you better watch out because, Nick, if your dad goes over there, Kathy's dad will bang him. Because you know, <laughs> you know what really, happens. At some point, our dad should hang out, Kathy, because I think they'd oh, have some definitely. stories to tell. We my dad get... was hanging out with Charlie Manson. Your dad was banging Janis Joplin. That's right. Yeah, we got to set that up, for sure. <laughs> your father's, man. <laughs> All right, moving along. Prosecutors charged a Minneapolis police officer accused of pressing his knee against George Floyd's neck with a new, more serious charge of second-degree murder on Wednesday and for the first time leveled charges against the three other officers at the scene, according to criminal complaints. The updated criminal complaint against Derek Chauvin says the officer's actions were a sustainable uh, causal factor in Floyd's death. The complaints against the other officers allege that they aided and embedded in Chauvin's actions. The Attorney General Keith Ellison uh, said warrants have been issued for their arrest. Chauvin was already in custody. Widely seen bystander video showing Floyd's May 25th death has sparked protests nationwide and around the world against police brutality and discrimination. Chauvin was fired on May 26th and initially charged with third-degree murder and second-degree manslaughter. The three other officers involved were also fired but were not immediately charged. Ellison updated the complaint against Chauvin to add a charge of unintentional second-degree murder in addition to the earlier charges. He also charged Thomas Lane, Jay Quinn, and Tao 
uh, Tao Feo with the aiding and embedding second-degree murder and second-degree manslaughter. The unintentional second-degree murder charge alleges that Chauvin caused Floyd's death without without intent while committing another felony offense, namely third-degree assault. It carries a maximum penalty of 40 years in prison compared to the maximum of 25 years for third-degree murder. The other officers face the same maximum penalties for aiding and embedding if convicted. A peaceful protest was held in Montgomery County on Wednesday as calls grow for the resignation of Commissioner Joseph Gale. Demonstrators walked through the Montgomery County streets holding up signs and chanting, I can't breathe, rallying in the name of George Floyd, the African-American man who died. Uh, there was a heavy police presence walking with the protesters and police were also stationed at the Norristown Courthouse. Many demonstrators held up signs that read Black Lives Matters. A recent press statement put out by uh, the Montgomery County Commissioner Joseph Gale titled Riots and Looting in Philadelphia. Philadelphia mentioned Black Lives Matters. The perpetrators of the urban domestic terror and radical left-wing hate groups like Black Lives Matters. The organization is particularly screams, particular screams racism not to expose bigotry and injustice, but to justify the lawless destruction of our cities and surrounding communities, read part of the statement. I stand by my statement, said Gail. Gail said Wednesday's protest was done right because it was peaceful. I want what's best for our community. I don't want to see people hurt no matter what their race, said Gail. Demonstrators said they intended to march, uh, intended for the march to be peaceful. Uh, they now have a change.org petition calling for Gail to resign. However, Gail says he has no plans to resign. In sports this morning. <laughs> ESPN is reporting that the NBA is inviting 22 teams to Orlando to finish the 2020 season. There would be 13 teams from the Western Conference and nine from the Eastern Conference. Each team would play eight regular season games and then play in games for the eighth seeds. The season would resume on July 31st and the finals would conclude on or close to October 12th. The Players Association is scheduled to vote later today to ratify this plan. Temple Athletic Director Pat Kraft agreed to become the new athletic director at Boston College, reportedly signing a five-year contract with the school craft will replace Martin Jarman, who left Boston College for UCLA. During Kraft's time at Temple, the football program won its first conference championship since 1967 and won 20 games over a two-year span for the first time in school history. Temple also appeared in bowl games in four consecutive seasons. And finally, the owners of the, in Major League Baseball have rejected the players' offer for a 114-game uh, regular season uh, with no additional salary cuts and told the union it did not plan to make a counter-proposal. Players made their proposal Sunday up from an 82 game regular season in management's offer last week, but now it seems that both sides are at a stalemate, putting the baseball season in jeopardy. And that's what I have for you this morning. Alright, thanks a bunch, Kathy. It's a Thursday morning, and we're happy that you're with us uh, once again. We do have a couple things going on. We have a new Word of the Week prize. Well, it's not new. It's Thursday. We're giving away tomorrow. We have a $300 whatacrockmeals.com gift card, so uh, stay with us for the entire show. Maybe you can get some good eats. It would be nice. Now, yesterday, uh, in our quest to continue to highlight uh, teachers that are uh, standing above and beyond uh, at their respective schools, we had drawn uh, at random Archmere Academy in Claymont, Delaware, and the voting came in, and we have a coolest teacher. And you guys are going to have to tell me if this is a first or not, because... The winner is the principal of the school. What? Wow. Oh, Mr. Wow. John Jordan. Oh, 
Now, it says here principal. I don't know if he is the head principal or an assistant principal. It just says he's been the principal for the past eight years. He's also an English teacher. Okay. Wow. Mr. John Jordan of Archmere Academy. So uh, he went to Penn. We do know this. And before that, um, before he was a principal, he was the director of admissions for five years. And we have a quote from a former student that said, John was the most impactful teacher and coach during my formative high school years. He has... Great energy and is a strong leader for young men and women. His dedication to education is unparalleled, and his passion for mentoring young adults is terrific. That is a perfect example of buttering somebody up. It is, yeah, isn't no, it? But no, well, no, that's cool. That's very cool. A principal. That's pretty cool, man. Nice. Uh, all right, so hopefully Mr. Jordan will be in touch with us uh, later on this morning. We will indeed find out. So that means we get to draw another name. So I'll pull this out, and Kathy... Well, you're not on our you're not on our FaceTime call, so I was. You must hold be it. a real wreck this yeah. morning, Nick. I'm going to hold it up for you right. to read. Okay, you bet. Okay, hang on a second here. Oh, let's see here. All right, I've drawn it, and can you read that? I can. Yes. I don't know where this school is. I'll okay, move so it over here. Hang okay. on. It is there. Ah, okay. In uh, Richland, New Jersey, St. Augustine Prep. All right, St. Augustine Prep. St. Augie's. Is that what they call it? I don't know. All right, they do now. (laughs) St. Augustine Prep in Richland, New Jersey. We're going to give you a time span of about, you know, 23 and a half hours or so to text the word T-shirt to 39333. And then all you have to do is let us know what teacher impacted you in a very special way and should be deemed the coolest teacher of this year, this odd year of 2020. This and they're horrible gonna, year. They're going to get the uh, coolest teacher of the year coffee mug. So maybe something good comes out of the 2020 yes! today. It's so. almost hey. all the way down the shore, Preston. It's in Atlanta County, Buena that's Vista Township. Yeah, wow. that's what I thought. My uh, my neighbor down the shore, his son, is a just finished his freshman year there. All right, well, Ooh. let me turn the volume up a little bit on the, uh, the radio station here. St. Augustine Prep <laughs> in Richland, way out there, Richland, New Jersey. You guys need to vote, and uh, you can text word teacher to 39333 for the voting link. So get on that, if you will. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back in a second, and I'll uh, I'll roll the entertainment stories as well as the stupid question. Give some stuff to you, so make sure that you stay with us this morning. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. As we ease back into life bit by bit, Acme wants to help you reconnect bite by bite. When doors start to open, when parks are filling with laughter again, and you can reconnect with family and friends over food, Acme will be there with you every step of the way. For birthdays and barbecues, parties and picnics, and of course, down the shore. Celebrate life together with Acme, your favorite local supermarket and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So today is a Thursday, June 4th. I'm going to give you a stupid question. Roll out some birthdays for today. Let's see if we can get you a Fandango Now promotional code uh, to see the high notes starring Tracy Ellis Ross, Dakota Johnson, and Ice Cube, which is available on demand now. So the question that I have for you is about the game of Snooker. Uh, which is a, a, a billiards game. So how many red balls are used in a game of snooker? 215-263-WMMR. 
car. Now, let's see if you know the answer. How many red balls? How many red balls are used in a game of snooker? In to... snooker, you sounded like Bill when you I said, know, I had "How to, many yeah. red balls? How many red balls <laughs> used in the game we call snooker?" Two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. All right, today is Thursday, June fourth. It's Angelina Jolie's birthday today. She's forty five years old. Very active, uh, and have you seen her lately? She's super fat. No, no, she's no, no, not. Uh, she, uh, yeah, so she's got a whole bunch of stuff going on. She's an actress. She's a director. She's uh, an ambassador. Yeah. Uh, she uh, she she does infomercials for OxyClean. Mm-hmm. It's she amazing. What? No, no, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, so she celebrates her forty fifth birthday today. So happy birthday to Angelina Jolie. Also, uh, Horatio Sands. Remember him? Yeah, oh, he's, yeah. In the, he's in he's in Saturday uh, Night Live. The new series isn't he in the uh, Carell series? Is he not? Oh, he is. Space Force. Space Force. Is, is he Nick? You've okay. the only one who's seen it. You know what? I haven't noticed him, but I'll um I'll have to go back and look. Do they okay. refer to anyone as Horatio Sands on the show? They do not. Okay. Uh, he's 51. Uh, also celebrating her 92nd birthday today, Dr. Ruth Westheimer, the sex therapist. Dr. Ruth is what she was always known uh-huh. as. Oh, yeah, but you did the voice, right? I mean, did the impression. Yeah, she... Have good sex. Uh, she was a regular on all the talk shows for the longest time, and especially in the 90s. You forget that she was... Um... She was actually, uh, 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 she, I, I think, a pretty high rank. Uh, she was in the Israeli army. Everyone has to go into the, you served time in the Israeli army. But uh, I think she, uh, I think she personally was responsible for 111 kills, Preston. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, they're, they're forced to be reckoned yeah, with the Israeli I mean, armed forces. You remember she'd be on, on shows and she'd have that necklace made of ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you think she had a lot of sex or she Not was at all. Just... <laughs> okay. No, she, she apparently she did. did. Yeah, yeah. So, that was her just thing. such a cute little little old lady mm-hmm. yeah would you okay so would you case at 92 just no. just figuring she has in her particular sexual tool chest i thought she enough was, to make it interesting i thought she was cute enough yeah okay i right. always thought she back was back in the 90s yeah, yeah. okay yeah. 1890s yeah uh dr ruth is 92 today uh noah wiley who was on er and uh popped up in a few movies here and there a few good men one of them great show he was on called falling skies okay yeah a sci-fi series about a uh Alien invasion on Earth, and, and ba- so Walking Dead and aliens. Okay. That's, yeah. Uh, he's 49 today. Uh, actor Bruce Dern, uh, who's been in, uh, God, he's had a long career. So many yeah. great movies. Yeah. Such a great uh, character actor. Makes a great lunatic. He does. Uh, I, I just showed my son Carter. Uh, it was, uh, you know, like Saturday night or whatever, and I'm like, ah, I'm going to pop on something I haven't seen in a while. And he came walking in right when I started Django Unchained. Oh my God! He yeah, hadn't yeah, seen yeah. it. Yet. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and uh, Bruce Stern has a small but maniacal role in that film. Quentin Tarantino loves him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, he was like, "What is this?" And so we ended up watching the whole Who's thing. Who's that hot guy? Who is that looker? Ding uh, Dirty Dern, right? That's uh, his ding Dirty Dern. No, that's Laura Dern. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who is? He's the father ding of Laura Dern. Dern, so, Dern. Ding Dern. Uh, he's eighty-four today. Parker Stevenson, he was on the Hardy Boys. Remember that back yes. in the day? Frank former, Hardy. Former husband of Kersey Alley. That's right. And he celebrates his 68th birthday today. And it was Sean Cassidy was the other Hardy Boy, right? Uh, yes, it was. Yeah. Correct. Yep. Uh, then you have Michelle Phillips, uh, who was with the Mamas and the Papas, former wife of John Phillips, mother of China Phillips, former wife of Dennis Hopper. She's in that uh, Laurel Canyon documentary about that time. <sighs> And, yeah, you got to see it. And yeah. and at that time, she to me represented the ultimate iconic hippie girl. Yeah, California gal, yep. man, yep. big time and beautiful. Uh, she is seventy six today. Uh, Scott Wolf, who... <laughs> I barely got it out of my mouth. 
who is from Party of Five. He was the oldest brother, right? He he no no that was Matthew, Matthew Fox. Fox. That's yeah. Matthew yeah, yeah. Fox. Yeah. Fox Wolf. Well, yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. it was a whole zoo. Various animals John Big Bear around. was the cousin. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Scott Wolf is fifty-two years old. But Lacey Chabert was in it, right? Lacey Chabert, yeah. Chabert, yeah, yeah. Uh, Russell Brand uh, turns forty-five years old today, and absolute breakout was uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall for me, anyway. And did you think that I, I thought the career was going to skyrocket? Yeah, and yeah. and then I think actually what was a bump in it, what the, the trajectory at least, was the Katy Perry. A relationship. Yeah, 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 he seemed to stall for a while. I didn't see Get Him to the Greek. Um, eh. Yeah, that's what I heard, and that's yeah. why I didn't do it. Um, uh, his Arthur, he did the remake of Arthur, which no, was... No, eh. that wasn't any good either. I had high hopes for that yeah. as well. But I tell you what, it's you can't... Hit, the voice he does as Dr. Nefario in Despicable Me is not anywhere you near ne- his regular speaking voice. You didn't know that was him, Case? him, huh? Yeah. You would never know. Huh. It's it sounds completely different. Uh, like Rocket Raccoon in uh, Guardians, would you ever have any idea that, that was Bradley Cooper? It, it, no, but I can hear a little. Now yeah. that I do know, I right. hear a little bit of that in his voice. But I mean, in, in as Doctor Nefario, I can't. I hear zero Russell Brand. Uh, he's forty five today. Uh, Bar Raffaelli, the model, yes. uh, former Leo gal, former right? Leo gal, Sports Illustrated uh, superstar. I remember they there was. I guess it was. Uh, 707 or a full jetliner that had her image on the side of it. Right. Uh, she's 35 today. Uh, bassist Stefan Lassard of Dave Matthews Band. Very talented bass player. And started when he was just a kid. Nick, was he like 15 years old or something like that? Yeah, 15 like that? or 16. Couldn't go into the bars where they were playing in Charlottesville. And uh, But he's he's one of three original members left. Obviously, Boyd's gone, but Dave Matthews, Stefan Lazard, and uh, Carter Beaufort. So, Nick, and, in those early days, would he play his bass in the parking lot? <laughs> he would have to leave at certain hours. Oh, wow. I would imagine, yeah. After, in between sets, he couldn't stay. In, he could probably maybe, on occasion, just go straight to the stage. I've heard of that before. Uh, but he's at 15. He was so good yeah, yeah. that people of that of that talent level, like like Carter and Dave and and Leroy, were like, "We got to hang on to this guy." Exactly. Uh, so he is celebrating his 46th birthday Whoa. today. Wow! Right. Yeah. And then the last Knock it off. The last birthday I saw. I don't know anything she's ever been in, but uh, she's the granddaughter of Charlie Chaplin, actress named Una Chaplin. Una. Una. Una <laughs> or Uma, yeah. Uh, she Please is. Good. Yes, uh, you have to have that. I don't know anything she's been in, but she was. Uh, she's the granddaughter of Charlie. Chaplin. She has a little bit of uh, Charlie Chaplin in yeah. her face. She yep. has Charlie Chaplin all over her face. But uh, yeah, she has. She has a very um, oh, doll-like she look, features. She looks yeah. super familiar. Uh, you know what, uh, Nick? Could you look up her yeah, credits real she quick? She was in Game of Thrones. She was in uh, Tal- she was Talisa Stark, and then she was in Quantum of Solace, uh, The Devil's Double. She's she's now in the new Avatar movies that are filming. So uh, oh, she's got a pretty extensive that. role. I'm trying to remember. I have no idea who Talisa Stark is, and I've I know that show pretty damn well. What about so. Dottie Stark? Dottie was <laughs> well, well, you ran, know what? ran the luncheonette press. <laughs> <laughs> she she had a uh, yeah. uh, she had a hair name a hairnet made out of a bull scroll. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well. How you doing today? Mm-hmm. Little bit of Joe. Uh, so anyway, well, happy birthday, Una. And Una. Uh, I just checked on him. He's still sleeping. My dad's birthday is today. Oh. And happy hey, birthday, Mr. McElwain. Nice. Can you get us a live FaceTime feed of your dad's? <laughs> If you guys want to chat with him later. No, while he's sleeping. How about a a Nick's dad wake-up call? (laughs) Squeeze the hose on a CPAP machine. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Steve, you should do it like the uh, uh, the old trick with the binoculars, where they black out the eyes. Put that on. Yeah. So he takes off his nose. His, his nose is a different color. Novelty CPAP machines. My brother Wait, Adam asked me last night if I still had a, if we had the chainsaw ready for him. To uh, go yeah. to bed. He's uh, over seventy, right? He's seventy three, and he wow. sleeps past six o'clock. That's crazy. Yeah, his sleeping patterns are all over the place, Case. He was uh, he was up late last night walking around downstairs, so who the hell knows? <laughs> Just bumping into stuff. What are you doing down there? I'm walking. Uh, Stop. Right, Why are you wearing snowshoes? <laughs> uh, oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Let me let okay. me double back on this with Una Chaplin. Some te- texts are coming in. She played, wow, she's gorgeous. She played Rob Stark's wife in that series. Oh. Uh, a very pivotal role in the Red Wedding, if you recall. Oh yeah, she had a C-section. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she okay, sure, we'll go with that. Uh, but anyhow, uh, for those who haven't seen it, spoiler alert, she's in that. And uh, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question: How many red balls are used in a game of snooker? Two one five two six three WMMR. I will go to Patrick for the answer. Hey, Patrick. Hey, how you guys doing? Good. All right, how many red balls in the uh, game of uh, snooker? 22. 22 is incorrect. Oh. Sorry, sir. Oh. Thank you. Uh, let me go to Jill, see if Jill knows the answer. Hi, Jill. Hello. Uh, Jill, do you, did you say Heil? Hello. Hello. Oh, hell, I thought I thought. <laughs> uh, he died snagging uh, me. Okay. I'm having issues this morning. How many, <laughs> or maybe you said hi all. Say hi. Uh, how many red balls are used in the game of snooker? Fifteen. Fifteen is correct. No! Hang on, Jill. We're going to give you a Fandango Now promotional code to see The High Note starring Tracy Ellis Ross, Dakota Johnson, Ice Cube, and it's available on demand now. All right, let's uh, let's get into some entertainment stuff. We got light stuff, we got heavy stuff, so we're going to be all over the place. Uh, first, uh, Kylie, now Kim. Kim Kardashian West is reportedly in talks with Coty on a collaboration on certain beauty products, the company revealed. <laughs> We're proud to announce certain beauty products. Yes. Yeah. I'm leading with the heavy stuff, yeah, as yeah, you can yeah, tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, revealed in a security filing. As many will recall, Cody purchased a 51% stake in Kylie Jenner's beauty line, which cost the company $600 million last year, according to reports last week. That deal came under scrutiny when Forbes claimed that Jenner faked her billionaire status. And on Monday, Cody's chief said the allegations were a mystery. We're going to get her. Uh, Wall Street seemed to like the prospect of another Cody Kardashian mashup sending stocks up 7% after news of a possible deal. Still staggering that mm-hmm. the name and the brand does command attention that way. It does, most definitely. And sickening, if I may add. Uh, Leah Michelle apologized after former Glee castmates accused her of uh, racist behavior and she lost a lucrative brand sponsorship. Uh, Michelle originally spoke out in support of Black Lives Matter, prompting a significant backlash on Wednesday. The 33-year-old wrote on Instagram, I listened to these criticisms and I'm learning. And while I am very sorry, I will be better in the future from this experience. Uh, Samantha Ware on the show uh, was first to speak out, tweeting, Remember when you made my first television gig a living hell? Because uh, I'll never forget it. I believe you told everyone that if uh, you had the opportunity, you would F or, or what? Oh, oh, S in my wig. 
take a dump in my wig. Is that the equivalent in show business of break a leg? Uh, not quite. Okay. <laughs> Amongst other traumatic microaggressions that made me question a career in Hollywood. Amber Riley, Alex Newell, Yvette Nicole Brown, and others supported Ware's allegation. So it was not just her, though, right? So she comes yeah. out with this, and then a cavalcade of people... I had for for the, have you had you heard it prior? I to this? had seen rumblings of her being a diva, diva a bitch, yeah, yeah. and and uh, causing problems around the uh, the set. So that rumor had been around for a while. Uh, so apparently, this came to the forefront as of now. Michelle had added in her statement: "These responses I received to what I posted have made me also focus specifically on how my own behavior towards fellow cast members was perceived by them, uh, denying recalling the incidents and saying that." Uh, never judged other, others by their background or color of their skin. Uh, still, uh, that's not really the point. What matters is that I clearly I acted, want my career back. acted in ways <laughs> which hurt other people, uh, whether it was my privileged position or perspective that caused me to be perceived as insensitive or inappropriate at times, or whether it was just my immaturity and me just being unnecessarily difficult. I apologize for my behavior and for any pain which I have caused uh, we all can grow and change, and I have definitely used these past several months to reflect on my own shortcomings. She sat down with a list of phrases, and how do I work these in? It's like Mad yeah. Libs. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm surprised a time, uh, uh, a difficult time, or uh, uh, oh, uh, these uncertain, uncertain times, times. Yeah, uh, didn't come up at some point. Uh, so she also like from uh, from stage and and uh, and TV and and people who have worked with her all around have said this, and I didn't realize it was that pervasive. Yeah, yeah. So she was known as uh, as somebody who was a bit of a, I guess, of a, a bully or a diva, or however you want. And, to and, and, and that way to uh, to underlings, like they're, they're, uh, you know, in the uh, Hollywood trash later on, I'll talk about the story, but it, it's a uh, um, just an understudy that she's treating like crap. Oh, so really? Why are you doing that? Come on, man. Uh, Lily Wachowski uh, says that the Matrix franchise with uh, Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, Lawrence Fishburne was born, quote, out of a lot of anger and a lot of rage, the co writer and co director told the Hollywood Reporter. And she said it's rage at capitalism and corporatized uh, structure and forms of oppression. Uh, Wachowski, who was previously known as Andy before uh, transitioning, uh, blamed the bubbling, seething rage within me, uh, quote, was about my own oppression that I was forcing myself to remain in the closet. Uh, the 52-year-old is encouraged by the impact trilogy uh, that the impact the trilogy has had. Uh, saying, now that I am out and a living example of someone who can grow old being a trans woman, uh, trans people can see those films through the lens of my transness and their transness. And the transiosity. Uh, they're able to go, oh, my God, these films were such an important part of my coming out and my own journey. I'm extraordinarily grateful that I could offer that to people. So she transitioned. Her former brother, now sister, transitioned as well. Correct. Yeah, her sibling, Lana, formerly known as Larry, Came out in 2008, and she came out as transgender in 2016. And uh, many, uh, many petty party ha- girls, uh, much happier for it. Yeah. Now, speaking of uh, the Matrix franchise and Keanu Reeves, we have a clip. I believe it was sent over. Uh, Steve, you said that uh, Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter uh, did a gra- did graduation wishes for San Dimas High School. <laughs> yes. And, of course, they're Bill and Ted. They are, yeah. Uh, who, they all constantly refer to the high school in the movies. Who grew up in uh, San Dimas. So uh, I haven't heard this yet. I wanted, to, I it's wanted cute. to hear this first. So here we go. Hi, I'm Alex Winter. Hi, I'm Keanu Reeves. And we know it's a tough time right now and that you're having to do this virtual graduation. We want to wish you the best of luck moving forward. 
Yeah, congratulations to the graduating class of 2020. Well done. San Dimas High School football does roll. Rules! <laughs> but most no importantly, we wanted to tell you to be excellent to each other. And party on. Oh, I love it. And the San Dimas High School football rules was there was some meathead like a jock, right? Yeah, with that presentations at the end of yeah. the movie. That's and how he ended he, his presentation. He gets done with a pretty dumb presentation. <laughs> San Dimas High School football rules! <laughs> <laughs> That's excellent, man. And as they were saying, be excellent to each other, they held their left arm across their body and their right hand up like both of them did in the uh-huh. movie. Right, right, yeah. I, I love it. I, I love that Keanu, he's gone on to be a much different uh, actor, and, he, and he's done serious roles and action roles and, and fun roles as well, but he's never backed away from Bill and Ted. He doesn't shun it, uh-uh. and that's very cool. It. If you stop and think, he's got the Matrix uh, series. He's got, and John Wick, you know, as unlikely an action star, and now he's the biggest badass around, and he's going back and doing this. And you know what? And I'm a sucker for this movie. It's a rom-com, but... Uh, um, the Replacements? No, not that. It's uh, with uh, with Jack and, and Something's got to give. Something's got to give. give. Yeah. And he plays the, he, he plays this kind of heartthrob, really super... Way too nice, kind guy, mm-hmm. and it just shows he's got some range to him. He's, he's a little more than just whoa, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. His, his character in the latest Toy Story. What's the name? Um, oh, oh, he's the evil Knievel character, yeah. right? And yeah. he's hilarious. Oh my god, that's great! I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on Monday, Bad Robot, the production company led by Star Wars director J.J. Abrams, announced that it will partner with the Katie McGrath and J.J. Abrams Family Foundation to commit ten million dollars. Over the next five years to organizations, quote, and efforts committed to anti-racist agendas uh, that close the gaps, lift the poor, and build a just America for all. Uh, The statement said uh, that we at Bad Robot are are grateful to the many scholars, activists, organizers, and leaders fighting on the front lines of change in our uh, systematically unjust country. Uh, Read a statement from the company on Instagram, which Abrams also shared. It is the constellation of thinkers and doers who have the blueprint to a more perfect, fair, equitable, and kind union. The Post added right now, words matter, listening is critical, and investment is required. Uh, so the initial uh, investments of $200,000 each were made to five groups, uh, Black, Future Li- Black Future Lab, Black Lives Matter LA, Community Coalition, Equal Justice Initiative, and Know Your Rights Camp. So, uh, And, of course, Bad Robot has cranked out so much great stuff. They've got... Uh, uh, plenty of money that they can contribute. So they are doing that. Cara Delevingne uh, does not want to be pigeonholed. The 27-year-old model and actress rec- painful. recently split with uh, longtime love Ashley Benson. And she tells Variety that she essentially identifies as pansexual, uh, meaning that she's attracted to any gender. Uh, Delevingne says, however, one identifies or defines themselves, whether it is they or he or she, I fall in love with the person, and that's that. I'm attracted to the person. Uh, she says that she never felt compelled to come out, and with 45 million followers on Instagram, she is one of Hollywood's most visible queer stars. Uh, now that she hasn't gotten any blowback, uh, she said, uh, speaking about Harvey Weinstein, who called her one night many years ago, apropos of nothing, she said Harvey uh, was one of the people that told me I couldn't be with a woman and also be an actress. I have to have a beard. Uh, Delavine said um, to that me... That would look weird, wouldn't yeah, it? it? would look weird. Uh, but she has big eyebrows. <laughs> uh, to me, the idea of having a beard was, and I'd heard it happen before, uh, I just felt so disheartened by it. 
Uh, do you have a conversation with a dude and they're like, uh, I'm going to pretend to be with you but not really love you? Uh, and I kind of think when I was pushed more that way, I realized how much more I needed to go the other way. It was par for the course uh, in Hollywood. There's a documentary, and I think the guy's name is Scotty. I watched it a little while ago, and he was basically, he would pr- procure same-sex side action for a lot of the stars. Mm-hmm. Who uh, It was considered just absolute career suicide to come out. And um, so they had to do everything on the sly. And uh, the at the time, years ago, um, the studios would arrange these public marriages. Right. There were nothing more than that, just on the face, uh, you know, yeah. a, a relationship. Rock Hudson was in one famously. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, other stars were as well. Uh, um, Charles Lawton. Uh, and, and the list goes on. And John and- Wayne and his husband. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> but thank God you don't have to do that anymore. Uh, this year, in honor of Pride... Uh, she's launching a clothing line with Puma with some of the proceeds benefiting LGBTQ Foundation. She also helps secure a partnership between Puma and the Trevor Project, a nonprofit dedicated uh, to preventing suicide among queer people. Uh, she's come a long way herself. She recalls opening up to her father about the loss of her first relationship with another woman at 18. This is a great story. She said, I've never been uh, very good at talking about my emotions with my father. And I remember one day I was so upset because I was heartbroken. And my dad was like, you never talk to me. And I screamed at him, I'm effing heartbroken. I ran downstairs. I remember he gave me a hug. And I started crying so much. And I said, she broke my heart. I thought at that moment he might kick me out. I was that scared. I was honestly terrified. And he was like, I'm, I'm going to cry here. Yeah. Uh, she said, uh, she isn't worth the energy. You deserve to be loved. He was so sweet, I could cry about it right now. So, I love that story. I love that story. Um, Riverdale star Lily Reinhart has come out as bisexual. She shared on Instagram stories. Who does she play? On She is uh, uh, Betty. Okay. Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's good news. Uh, although I've never announced it publicly before, I am proud bisexual woman, she said, which accompanied a celebration of the West Hollywood LGBTQ uh, plus four Black Lives Matter protest taking place on Wednesday. Uh, she said, I will be joining this protest today. And she said, come join. So she's made it official. She's put it out there. Uh, Amanda Klutz says that she has been told to say goodbye to her husband, Nick Cordero. He was the oh, no. uh, the stage actor. Remember, he, had, he ended up coming down with COVID-19, had his leg amputated and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she shouted on Instagram, I've been told a couple of times that he won't make it. Uh, I've been told to say goodbye. I've been told to that. Uh, it How's was... he doing now? Is, is, it, is it desperate now? I thought yeah. he was doing well. No, it's still not bad. She said, uh, I've been told that it would take a miracle. Uh, well, I have faith. Faith is that uh, is small as a mustard seed sometimes, but that is all you need sometimes. She said he's still here, and despite his odds, uh, gets slightly, slightly better every day. Uh, where there is faith, there is hope. Where there is hope, there can be a miracle. Like my dad has said since day one, uh, every day he's still with us is a miracle. I believe God is with us, with the doctors, and with Nick. So they are obviously... You know, uh, praying for a uh, a good result in this. A uh, best in show star, Fred Willard, and many other movies and TV shows. He came out. Uh, no, he oh. died of, at age right. eighty six, but uh, of heart failure, according to his death certificate, because they didn't have a cause of death officially. So, if, would they qualify that as natural causes at yeah, his age? He had two other conditions that may have contributed to his death, however, including bone marrow failure disorder huh. and coronary artery disease. And didn't Montecore bite him in the throat? <laughs> that was Roy Horn. Why do I always confuse? For from uh, Sigrid Roy, Roy. Yeah, yeah, sorry, man. 
Um, Willard received three Emmy nominations for his work on Everybody Loves Raymond. So, uh, yeah, that was the cause of death. When you see him in, in Space Force, it's not a, a tremor per se, but he has his um, he's not able to hold his hand still. And so he's, he's uh, on the phone with Steve Carell. He plays Steve Carell's father. And uh, and then he's on the phone with Steve Carell's daughter in the show uh, a little bit later on. And it seems like um, uh, I, I don't know what the diagnosis for something like that would be, but it's very noticeable to watch his handshake. OK. Uh, Richard Schiff hinted at a West Wing reunion uh, that would support Black Lives Matter following the murder of George Floyd. He tweeted on Tuesday that work is underway on a cast reunion and reading, adding that the get together would be coming soon. So a reading would be. Steve, like... T- table, s- table reading. But right. I mean, uh... I, well, like I, when they sit, when they go and they... No, do, I know that, yeah. but, but I'm saying, would this be like a like a, a reading online, or are they going to yeah, actually do a show? Uh, I think they would do an episode yeah. where they weren't, they were basically reading their scripts, but uh, yeah, one or two other shows have done this. Uh, Parks and Rec did it, I believe. Okay. Uh, to be determined if uh, Martin Sheen, Bradley Whitford, John Spencer, Rob Lowe, and Allison Janney and others are signing on. Uh, for the reunion of the hit NBC show. Uh, touched on this yesterday, Steve. AMC Entertainment said that it expects to report uh, ever high losses between $2.1 billion and $2.4 billion for the first quarter ending in March. Uh, and according to a statement uh, in an SEC filing announcing its preliminary earnings, uh, they said, we believe but cannot guarantee that the exhibition industry uh, will be ultimate will ultimately rebound and benefit from pent up social demand uh, for out of home entertainment as government restrictions are lifted and home sheltering subsides. However, the ultimate significance of the pandemic, including the extent of the adverse impact of our financial and operational results, will be dictated by the currently unknowable duration and the effect on the overall economy and of responsive governmental regulations, including shelter in place orders of the pandemic and mandated suspension of operations. So it was AMC yesterday that we were talking about, right? Yeah, that, yeah the, that, the largest movie chain in the world. That may not <laughs> make it out of this uh, business-wise. Thank you for clarifying, because I was thinking it was the AMC channel, um, you know, Walking Dead channel that you were talking about. Well, it says AMC Entertainment. So, yeah, and it says Out of Home Entertainment, so yeah, it's yeah. got to be the same one. But it's just the uh, movie theater division. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Batwoman will feature a new lead character after Ruby Rose's surprise departure following season one. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter writes that her role as Kate Kane, uh, cousin of Bruce Wayne, will not be recast. And instead, a new character named Ryan Wilder, who is about to become Batwoman, will be featured. Yeah, so Batwoman will Batwoman will exist on the show at some point, but right now it's a Batwoman in training, right? I guess From what I understand? So. Yeah. Ah, who knows? Uh, <laughs> Batwoman made history as the first scripted live-action TV series featuring a lesbian superhero. So, so wait a minute. So, Kate Kane, cousin of Bruce Wayne, and a new character named Ryan Wilder who is about to become Batwoman. So, w- Ryan Wilder wouldn't be related. No. I guess. No. I don't know. No. Ah, hell, I don't <laughs> know. All right. My head's spinning with all this. No. All right, we are ready for you know. Actually, Wait, we have another, we have another clip. I'm sorry. Right. Uh, before we do the the regular clip, Steve, you had one of uh, uh, from Tiger King. Yes, uh, Jeff Lowe has actually spoken out. He is the guy that took over Joe Exotic Zoo. He was this bizarre. I thought he was one of the most reprehensible, scummy characters yeah, yeah. on that show. And Carol Baskin has now gotten possession uh, of the court zoo. Awarded, yes. Wow. 
And uh, so, but, and he's, uh, this is his reaction to that. Okay, here we go. You know, we knew a year and a half to two years ago, you know, the writing was kind of on the wall. And we, we knew it was only a matter of time before Carol would pursue the property. All right. And so, uh, I guess that's all he had to say. Well, about he, was it. Building, he was building a new property, was he not? Uh, yeah, he, like, has something that's prepared to open. Yeah, Steve, it was him and the other guy. Um, right, his, uh, his, um... <laughs> The other weird tiger, right? Guy. The, the guy who ran all the hard, the, the heavy Doc equipment. Hansel? Yes. Yeah. Oh no, the no, other no, not Doc. Not Doc. No. But but that other guy that they that they just showed a little bit, the Ohio yeah. guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. The guy with the monkey. The super. Yes. Yeah. The super yes. brilliant guy. Right. Exactly. The, the smart one of the group. Yeah. 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 They call them brains. Yeah. I should go that back and rewatch that whole thing just to just to put it all back in line. It's such a <laughs> blur. All right, we're ready for clips now. Let's roll them. A 41-year-old woman will choose one of 15 men to make a baby with. Oh, God. In a, mean, the classic way or through some sort of other way? In a new reality series called Labor of Love. Oh, my God. In this cl- uh, clip, uh, host Kristen Davis discusses, uh, she's hosting this, discusses how the show <laughs> came together. From from Sex, Sex in, the in the City? city? Yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. I, I like how you were surprised. <laughs> I, okay, here we go. We met a wonderful woman, Christy Katzminch, and she really already wanted to have a baby, was already on that journey um, in different ways to try to find uh, how she would do that, if she would do it alone, but she really wanted to find a love connection and a partner in that journey. And so we try to satisfy that need. What the f***? Okay, so I guess it's not just a, a sperm donor, Steve. It yeah. sounds like they're looking to, to match them up. All and the way through and have a baby. What could go wrong? <laughs> Unbelievable. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. As if as if delving into, you know, these shows where they get, make people get married... Yeah. Here Isn't the collateral damage will be a completely screwed up human being oh who will now have to deal with all the footage of uh, the selection process that led to their daddy and mommy getting together. Oh, my God. My wife will be front and center for this. <laughs> I late, mean, what late. the hell? They're going repelling? Okay. He, like, all right, so the worst repeller, you're out. I don't want you to be. Yeah, the I guess they're setting child. them off on these adventures and things as uh, well. So. You're looking for real good father characteristics, like repelling. Uh, Labor of Love <laughs> airs tonight at nine, and that's on Fox. Here's the next clip. Holy moly! Features contestants competing head to head on a supersized miniature golf course, and then at the end of it, they euthanize a family member. Person. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> In this clip, co-host Joe Tessitore. Compares these hosting duties to calling a championship game. Here we go. I've sat back for years and calling the biggest bowl games and Monday night football and heavyweight championship fights. But when you're in the moment sitting on that holy moly set and you're watching these competitors go through these extreme holes, it doesn't feel any different. I like big balls. (laughs) Um, Rob Regal, of course, is the co-host on the show. It's actually a funny show. It's a combination of the other show that we like. The big challenge where they're running and the uh, oh, what's yeah. the, the name of that effing thing. So they come, wipe, another, out. wipe out, wipe yeah. out. So it's wipe out and miniature golf. Yeah, uh, Holy Moly airs tonight nine, and that is on ABC. By the way, I, I I do need to watch that. I think I might actually like something like that. All right, and uh, that's what I have in the entertainment report. We are going to take a break. Not before we remind you that uh, St. Augustine Prep from Richland, New Jersey. You're the school we've chosen for Coolest Teacher of the Year, so please let us know. Text the word TEACHER to 39333, and we'll find out tomorrow who you have chosen. By the way, from Archmere Academy, which was yesterday, Mr. John Jordan, the principal and English teacher. 
is the winner. So hopefully we'll hear from him at some point. We're going to take a break and be back in a moment. It's a tumultuous time, yet essential employees go to work day and night to make our lives better, including the healthcare pros, delivery and SEPTA drivers, grocery, pharmacy, sanitation, and janitorial workers. And we thank our police, EMTs, and firefighters. WMMR is here for you, too. Friendly, familiar voices playing everything that rocks. Live, local hosts around the clock. So whenever you need a break from cable news for taking a walk or just getting outside or just to keep your workday moving, we are here for you on your radio, smart speaker, and the MMR app. Where you won't find us is on your credit card bill. We're in this together, and we wouldn't have it any other way. 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. So yesterday, um, around noonish, uh, my wife gave me a call here. I was at the station. She's like, um, stay at at work for a little while. Yeah. Uh, because we live, you know, a little further out west and up uh, north. And uh, that, My side action is still here. Okay, no, no. <laughs> that front was coming through, and she she was actually calling me from the car. She's like, I had to pull over. I can't see anything. Wow, wow, yeah. And it's going to be heading in that direction, and you're going to hit it on the way home, so why don't you wait? So I did, and I hung around, and we sat here in the studio because we have these gigantic windows looking outside and watched when the front part, the most severe part of that came through Balakinwood and these gigantic trees that we have in front of our uh, offices were just whipping all over the place. It was it was a spectacle for sure, and we were nice and safe inside here. But there were there were guys working outside. Yeah, man. That yeah. D- that were covering stuff up in the height of that. I couldn't believe they didn't it, just bail on it and go inside. It happened so fast. I mean, you, you, we like to think that there's a bit of a buildup. And um, my wife was outside. Had um, um, you know her, her the, the neighbors over. Uh, everyone's been social distancing, but there's enough room in the backyard to where they could sort of hang out. And uh, you know they, they they went in the pool and 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 they were just it was the heat wave, the whole thing. They're in there an hour. Everything's looking fine. Hey, there's a little bit of a drizzle, uh, but let's fine. We can stay. Yeah. You know, when I it was so quick. She talked about they were everyone was just running. They didn't know what to grab first. The wind went from nothing to massive gusts so quickly that our super heavy table out there almost lifted up because the uh, the uh, the umbrella was oh, oh no the kidding. umbrellas were up. Yeah. Uh, it was just crazy how fast it tore out. And then trees in our neighborhood, Preston, mm. and we're talking super big, really sturdy trees, yeah, big ones, a ton of them down. Kathy had mentioned in uh, I think it was in news or traffic this morning. Uh, down on Belmont here, that a huge tree came down. I came across that. I was uh, just killed as they woman. were they were getting ready. What's that? Killed a woman? Yeah, mm-hmm. the one right down the street here did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, because I dr- I drove up on that. Uh, I I was headed. That's the way I go home from here. And I I came uh, started seeing people you know putting the brakes on. And as I crested the hill, and I see all this debris all over the place, and they had flares out and. Had to turn around and go another way. I had no idea somebody was killed in that particular one. And then on the way home, um, there was, you know, debris littered everywhere, especially on the Schuylkill Expressway, um, Conchhock and Curve area. Uh, they were closing down lanes and everybody was, you know, you had to stop for a while. By the time I got to the Blue Route North, that was clear. But southbound, right before the bridge that crosses the Schuylkill River there, I guess there were trees down or whatever. They shut down all the lanes. I've never seen this before. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, it was backed up 
maybe to Plymouth Meeting, uh, kind of where the uh, the Metroplex is, and I saw all these people on the Blue Route turning around. I mean, that were stuck in that traffic. They were finding a way to to back their car in and out, forward and backwards, and turn around <laughs> backwards on, yeah. the, on the express on the uh, the Blue Route, going really? in the, and drive on the shoulder the other way. And I'm like, okay, oh, wow, yeah, that that seems like a recipe for disaster. But what, and, what are you going to do? It had, well, it had only backed up to, like I said, the. Uh, um, like that, uh, the Metroplex area, which is not that far. It's a mile or two back up. And I'm like, wow, you guys are really impatient, man. Well, they just, yeah, right. You know what? You see a backup like that and you think, how long am I going to be I, here? I think there were, there might have been trees down though. Maybe that's why, because I was on the Blue Route later than you, Preston, and there was still backup. Uh, and I saw a lot of damage and I, I saw some reports that some trees had fallen into a couple of the lanes. So maybe they weren't even able to pass, but I don't know. So what's the no, there was a, there was a crew there working. Okay. And so they had stopped all the traffic. And I'm sure that's what it was for, were trees, but. I I was just surprised to see him turning around and driving backwards on a, on an interstate. Essentially, it, it, it's rare on on main thoroughfares that their trees are close enough to topple over onto the street, right? Yeah, except I for, mean they, they don't do that. They don't mm. let that happen usually, right? Yeah, on on interstates, I, I don't think, but uh, they just keep boulders off to the side of the road. But some highways, like the like the Schuylkill Expressway, I mean, there's there's trees all over the place there, and, and they yes, were, that's yeah, you're right. They, this yeah. area got hit bad, like I said, where you know where I am in Concha. And I mean, it came through quick and the the wind was really strong. I was texting with my brother and he said, uh, you know, I'm surprised that if the, if that wasn't a tornado, because it sure as heck seemed like it right up the street on um, Ridge Avenue. There was uh, there's a diner there and it looked like my guess is that they were setting up for this weekend to do outdoor dining. They don't have outdoor dining. So it looked like they had some sort of like, I mean, huge tent set up. It had like lights hanging on the inside. It, it, it was very nice. Like, you know, something you would see for like an outdoor wedding. Right, right. So I th- my guess is they were setting up for outdoor dining. The whole thing was ripped down. Like, oh. it was well, that's destroyed. wonderful. So so you're, you're coming out of all this. You're hoping that you can get something going. And then Mother Nature yeah. curb stomps your yep. uh, your efforts. Yeah, my, my, my son's uh, friend, his tree fell on his, this truck that he paid for with his own money. Oh, He's just a man. kid. and. Worked really hard to, to to get it up to working order himself, you know. Paid for all the parts and everything, and it just shattered them, uh, just crushed the cab on it. it was oh. terrible! Yeah, I felt horrible for him. I uh, mean, but you see stuff like that, and uh, you know, it it's like really what else? <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. But we were talking uh, leading up to it. We didn't get the hail. Uh, that that was uh, yay! That was in the forecast as well. Oh, yay! Yay! <laughs> uh, hang on, let me go to Dave. Hi, Dave. Good morning. Uh, hi, good morning. What's up, Dave? Uh, nothing. I was on. I was. I'm a truck driver. I was stuck in uh, 476 southbound yesterday, and we actually had people turning around and then cutting across lanes of traffic to go on the opposite shoulder to take to go backwards up the on ramp. Uh, cutting across to go backwards up the on ramps. Yeah. So they would they would be in the left lane. They would turn around on the left-hand shoulder to go backwards, and yeah. then they would cut across to stop traffic to go onto the the right-hand. Oh, shoulder I know what you're talking about. All the way up the on-ramp. Oh my god, Dude, that's some crazy what stuff. A cluster F. Um, that's okay. All right. right, I told you in my neighborhood, Thanks, so, Dave. which is not designed for um, SEPTA buses to be going down side streets. They were, yeah, and so you were hearing constantly because they had to play that recorded message. It says caution. Bus making turn, bus making turn. Right. You're hearing that because 
they were trying to negotiate their way out of the area, but there were so many trees down that they kept getting uh, stalled in every direction they were going. Yeah. I heard one report yesterday refer to it as a derecho, uh, which is, you know, that, that storm that comes through really quickly. And I saw in that report um, satellite footage of it crossing Pennsylvania and then into New Jersey. And the lightning strikes, the line of lightning strikes, as it, you know, basically was up in the Erie yeah. area, then all the way down to the Jersey Shore. It was like this straight line of quickly moving lightning strikes across our state and then across New Jersey. I was watching the uh, the radar as it was coming in, and uh, and then I watched, uh, you know, after I got home and went and checked where it was, and I saw it after it went off the coast of New Jersey. The entire storm was the size of the state of New Jersey. Oh, my God. Like the severe wow, part of it, all of were it. Were there jug know, handles in the storm? Green and red, <laughs> not that I know of, Case. But, all right, so there were two storms that came through yesterday, one in the afternoon and then one in the evening. Yeah. The one in the evening uh, had me a little bit freaked out because it had, you know, different colors to it. And, yeah. But at one point, um, and Nick, you and I live pretty close to each other, I, I just, I had, I was hearing this rumbling. And it was it, Nick's dad. It was all. Yeah, it was him the whole what time. Was he doing it's a CPAP right? machine. Yeah, yeah, it's rather loud. I heard this rumbling, and it basically it sounded like you know like a train you know going 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 going. That's and the it, telltale, and it right? Never stopped. Hmm. I was like, well, this is weird, and I had lost power at this point, so I decided to go outside. I you know flipped three light switches on my way out. Um, you know, and you then, want to save power during a blackout? Yeah, uh, I, you know, I. I I get so mad at myself when I walk into a room and I turn a light yeah. on it and during a power outage. But I went out to my garage. I went out to my garage. I hit the garage door opener. <laughs> that didn't work either. Uh, and then I, you know, figured out how to open it manually. And I, I stood- can't wait. Let me go microwave some food. <laughs> right. I'm so sick of this. Yeah. <laughs> what a, what, what the power's it? out. At least I can go microwave something. Yeah, let's go watch some TV. Yeah, until well, this power outage is over, let's go. <laughs> but I went outside and I listened to it and it was like an eternal... Uh, a thunder, like the, the for, that's for a great right, band right. name. Eternal. We are eternal thunder. Yeah, it is. Uh, <laughs> no, I know, I know what you mean. I, I went out later uh, as well, and and it was a constant low rumble that was yeah. going on. So, so there was th- so much lightning that it just seemed like this this never ending thunder uh, roll, if you will. That evening lightning storm, though, at least where we were, was a celestial. Masterpiece. Yeah. It was unbelievable with the classic horror movie branching out lightning. Uh but and it also brought in some some cold air. But uh, it was a it was a wild thing. And then um, you know, neighbors are and people are coming out obviously and and uh and, and chatting. When the lights came back on, so they had been out from noon to about seven thirty, eight o'clock, the you could just hear across the entire neighborhood, yeah. <laughs> Here's a text says, dude, I was 85 feet uh, in the air on a high reach when it hit. You're not supposed to be in the bucket with anything over 27 mile per hour winds. Uh, and this was so fast. I had no time to get down. Down, I curled up in a fetal position oh my God. and crapped my pants until it passed. Wow. Yeah, because uh, you, you had that story. of uh, it was uh, I forget exactly where it was. Was it in Texas or wherever it was? The guy was up at, at the at one of those high-rise cranes. He was in the operating oh. cockpit. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he basically sent his wife a quick message on the phone. I don't know how this is going to turn out. Oh I can't God. get down. Tell everyone I love them. Right. Yeah, he was saying that type of thing. But to see a storm... Come out of the blue that quick. I mean, you'd been forecasting it, Kathy. You were telling us that, that this was going to be coming. I think it came earlier than we were 
Led yeah. to believe a little though. bit. It came about an hour earlier yeah. than, yeah, than see, what but, I was checking on. Yeah, I think you're right it, that it did come earlier than they expected. But um, they reported 76 mile per hour winds in Montgomery County, and they said that that first storm was moving at 60 miles an hour, like the whole storm as a whole. So it was moving pretty quick. I don't know if you saw, Kathy. There was footage, and it was all over uh, Twitter of um, what I was thinking was time-lapse photography. Uh, it was not. No. That's how quickly from nothing to full storm. Uh, it was a camera on top of one of the buildings pointing towards the uh, the bridge, uh-huh. the Ben Franklin. Wow. Unbelievable. Uh, hang on a second. I have Sean B. on the line. Hey, Sean, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, you guys rock. Thank ah, you, man. So Appreciate it. What's up, bud? So last night during all this, my wife sends my 17-year-old daughter out to save her Preston Steve hero sign from the front yard. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. We kids, so we figure we, you know, if we lost one, it wouldn't be a big deal. Yeah, you got to keep three. You got backups. Yeah. And, yeah. You, and you just cross your fingers. It's the one you like least that blows away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. You know. I got uh, you. you. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Thank you, man. Thank Appreciate you. it, bud. Uh, let me go to another Sean here real quick. Hey, good morning, Sean. Yeah, yesterday, just after the storm hit, we got kicked out of work because we lost power. Yeah. all kinds of trees down, and we also had a trampoline up in the wires. Oh, my I'll God. Text you, I'll text you the picture. I'd, I'd love to see so that. So the trampoline ended up in power lines. Wow. In the power lines. Wow. We, okay, interesting. Thanks, man. We were in the neighborhood, Preston, and we saw the two huge Pico trucks come by. And, and, um, and I, I wonder... When the, uh, we keep using the word carnage, pandemonium, uh, you know, uh, uh, uncertain times. But when something like that's happening on the grid, uh, you know, w- how do you determine priority uh, with trees down? You, you Multiple crews, there were, there, I saw fire trucks, fire trucks <laughs> deployed to keep people from going down streets, just sitting there with their lights blinking. Yeah. Um, y- you know, I, I guess crisis management, who's whoever orchestrates this stuff, that's got to be, I mean, that's got to be an, uh, an unenviable job, to say the least. Yep. You know what's pretty wild is when you see a thunderstorm rolling up when you're on the beach and you, you have then thousands of people, Kath. I know you've you've probably experienced that, too. Like, because you could sort of see it in the distance. And, you, you know. You wait it out as long as you, you can. You wait it out. As, and <laughs> I don't know why you wait it out. I don't know why you wait it out as long as possible. But you do. And you're like, okay, we all got to get out of here. And then you're. And then you're like, oh, my God. You know, you're paranoid. <laughs> I go back and forth between looking out the window and um, and admiring it and seeing the green colors and thinking, yeah. wow, that's really cool. And then yep. being, you know what I did last night? And I felt like such a jackass. I locked the door thinking that that would prevent the lightning from coming in. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm like yeah, this will work. This will keep me safe. We actually had a lot of, uh, we have a big like picture window above our front door. Yeah. And that was, um, it was leaking big time with the, with the second storm that came through. Uh, we had all this water coming down. We had to try and figure out where the leak was. I wonder if the first storm caused the leak, then the second storm uh, exacerbated. exacerbated it. Yeah. I'm hoping it's just a caulk issue. Hmm. Caulk. Um, <laughs> it sounds like word. a dirty word, but it's not. In fact, that's caulk. in their, their ad campaign, <laughs> caulk. It sounds like a dirty word, but it isn't. Uh, Do you know anybody who has a gen- generators, Preston? Uh, home oh. generators? My oh, my parents one. have one, yeah, uh, but they didn't have enough gas for it, so they couldn't <laughs> run it yesterday. I have, I have a generator. We lent it to somebody, and they broke it. <gasps> oh, really? Did he buy you a new one? Here's what I'm talking no. about, though. The one that's, the home that's, that's wired in so that it trips automatically when your power goes My out. neighbor has one. It's called, I think it's a Gentech or Gentac. Generac. It's, yeah, Generac. Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, they have one. You hear it go on. The second that the power goes out, you'll hear it rumbling in the, in the uh, side yard. When we when the nor'easter came through when at the uh, uh, Cardboard Classic right. a couple of years ago, when we had lost power for a few days, 
he actually threw a couple of lines to us, which was pretty awesome. We were able to plug our uh, refrigerators into. Our power doesn't go out often, but I'm actually thinking, what the hell? If it's if just as a backup, so that you can run everything in the house. And I, so I was talking to, to Ken Sedbury at, at, uh, at Comcast, uh, our, our friend there, is you know is, uh, has been on the show, and he says that if you have one of those, they actually send out trucks and they can put. Um, Basically, put get all your service up and running, Wi-Fi, television, everything, so that um, you're good to go. So they're expensive. I mean, it's you know a few grand, yeah. you know, five ten thousand dollars. Well, that much? Oh yeah, yeah. For yeah. yeah. one that's wired yeah. into your house that can keep. So Nick, oh. if you're looking for something that can keep your house, um, you know, uh, everything running, running as, as no suspension, as yes, running. Yeah. All full bar. Yep. Uh, they are pretty pricey. By the way, a uh, text came in that said that uh, Pico is saying, my power won't be restored until Saturday. Oh, Saturday. At 11 p.m. At the, at the earliest. Yeah, that's what they're, the, I wonder if they're from uh, Montgomery County because that's what they're telling some of the, most of the residents here, um, th- Saturday, uh, between 11 a.m. and 11 p.m. for residents. Wow. Wow, that would suck. But we've, you know, we've... I mean, how how can you possibly enjoy the pandemic and rioting if you're <laughs> if you're if you don't have if power? If you don't have power, how do you en- how does the average person enjoy that? Well, well I think I think that they are um, giving. You know, they're, they're going to go to the the uh, care facilities and the nursing homes first to try to get. So that might be what the delay is because they're they're trying to take care of them first, so they don't have to move them. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, well, you're so lucky being old and alone. You can <laughs> <laughs> suffering from COVID. Yeah, you can. Uh, you can maybe Steve pass the time uh, keeping an eye on a uh, massive asteroid that's colum- uh, coming close to Earth. Oh, Do you know, right now, honestly, I would I would yes. welcome a detour that obliterated the planet. <laughs> uh, NASA is keeping tabs on an asteroid. There's an asteroid. They think it's being piloted by murder hornets. Preston. Uh, there's an. Well, I have a follow up to this All too right. that you're going to love. Uh, so there's an asteroid watch section with NASA showing the next five approaches, which are expected in the next few days. Uh, the largest is estimated to be at about 1,100 feet wide. Okay, Did, approximately ha- size of a football stadium. Which, well, that's that's a city killer. Oh, big time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, will it pass close enough for us to feel the breeze in our hair? Maybe. It's named uh, 2002 NN4. That's a bad name. And it is expected to come the closest to Earth on June 6th. Its closest approach will be at 3,160,000 miles away. That's D-Day. Uh, there are Is that D-Day? Yes. Yeah, June 6th. Yeah, again. Uh, there are three others the size of a plane and one the size of a house also making their way toward Earth over the next few days. So uh, so we got that going on. Well, listen, there's a lot of stuff. Uh, th- th- apparently, there are things. We've had a few pass between uh, the moon and Earth, mm-hmm. right? Or at least that, yeah. in, in that distance. So, yeah, well, add it to the pile. Uh, Put it in my inbox, Preston. Scientists don't believe that there are any concerns from those asteroids either. The closest one is expected to come within 1,830,000. A thousand miles of Earth on Wednesday. We've talked to Neil deGrasse Tyson and a few other of our scientific brainiac friends, and there there are plans in place that they have to, uh, from um, the trajectory of the asteroid to try to throw that it off and also to obliterate it if it were to come. Yeah, I wonder how far along and how serious those plans. I don't think they've come far along to where it's like, okay, we need to use this now, right? Uh, I but, would like to think they have a we need to use this now plan, but, but they 
I think they want to test and and try to see if they can do it. They do have like a super secret, super safe bunkers for like super people for super billionaires, right? Yeah, <laughs> just like in that movie Twenty Twelve. Yeah, where they, I mean, yeah. Well, they were building arcs, you yeah, know, in the movie Twenty Twelve. But uh, I watched the show Billions, and in that show, one of the billionaires, as a gift, was given. A, uh, a bunker space. Well, there was. Yeah, there, you, uh, there we talked are, about it. And there's bunker communities yeah. too. From and there's Archie bunkers. Seen uh, <laughs> that that you can buy these really expensive right places. Now, what level of protection, depending on where mayhem happens, <laughs> is available? I don't really know. What package? But... Do you have the platinum package? Right. <laughs> the copper package has a screen door. Right. Um, <laughs> we described, and you, we, we were talking about this facility, I think it's in Arizona. It is meant, literally, Casey, for that, for the ultra, uber-wealthy, yeah. uber-elite. And it has even things uh, on the nature of, even though it's many, many feet down below ground, they have these OLED screens that mimic windows. Uh, and, and you know, the light and the type of light and the UV light and all, it, it's all. And they're, as you would well imagine, incredibly expensive, but apparently most of the units are, are sold. Yeah. Yeah. Good One thing go. that we have going for us is that there are a lot more eyes on the sky now than there used to be, too. It used to be um, a, a far more, uh, a lot more um, amateurs, just, you know, people with telescopes in their backyard, and they would report into NASA or different space agencies. And uh, the, the technology for people having their own telescopes to look for Earth killers, you know, to, you know the, no, you're, the, you're right. Even the amateurs the and everybody. scenarios and stuff. And Nick, the level of just amateur amateur telescopes. I mean, it's it's a lot yeah. different than in the days when Og looked up and said, what that? Right. <laughs> Um, so I, I have a question for you guys. I can either head further down the celestial route and the space exploration route as a as a, or I could uh, uh, another uh, disgusting threat to the world. I could let's, head down that way. Should we, should we just get it get it out of the way? Well, let's, let's rip the mandate off. Right now, it's in Siberia, so we don't have to worry about that too much. Right, we don't. Care uh, about but you. there's been an invasion of blood sucking ticks that experts say include a new and deadly mutant variety. All right. Uh, the scale. <sighs> How big are these suckers? Uh, the, I mean, hardy, robust Russian ticks. Yeah, yeah. So the the scale of the swarm left some hospitals already stretched with rising coronavirus cases and deaths without vaccines and medicine. Whatever I hit, I kill. Uh, it, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is called the the uh, the Drago. Uh, is the is I'm the going name. to break you. Uh, it has. Uh, apparently left some hospitals unable to cope with the onslaught of the mutant ticks. Uh, in the Krasnoyarsk region... Ladies and gentlemen, I don't like you much either. But you saw a Russian tick and an American tick. And if we can live together, maybe all of the ticks can live together. Uh, there are 428 times more ticks than usual, sparking fears of Lyme disease and illnesses that uh, cause brain inflammation. Medics in the region reported uh, some 8,215 tick bites, including 2,125 cases that involved children. I like when they get down to a specific number. Well, here you go. The suburbs of this city are infested with 214 ticks per square kilometer. So there you go, Steve, some specifics. Well, wasn't Siberia also the site, taking it back to the celestial observations and about asteroids, there there was a, uh, a, they believe, an impact that was was discovered later on, and, and, and forests were leveled. Yeah. In in one direction, and that was maybe in the eighteen hundreds or something like this. I'm going to say like century. Er, yeah, yeah, early 
maybe 1910. I'm not sure. I'll look it up. Yeah, if you could. By the way, my son yesterday, we're sitting there uh, watching TV, and he just goes, oh, oh, crap, you know, and he flicks like this. I'm like, what? He's like, it was a tick. I'm like, well, don't flick it (laughs) onto the couch. It's loose in the house now. Did you find it? Yes, fortunately. No kidding. Yeah, it it landed. And and I just, you know, I go over and pick it up. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm just going to throw it in the toilet. It's not going to bite me while I'm holding on to it. Why would your son do that? But I'm like, dude, you can't, you don't flick ticks away, you kill them. Tick flicker. Yeah, tick (laughs) flicker. Tick flicker. I've, uh, I, I think, just from my own experience, at least in in my area, we've seen more ticks already this season than normal. We've Have you? Mild we've, winter, yeah. We've, we've had a few on the dogs. We've, uh, I've, I had one crawling up my leg a couple of days ago. Preston, you need mosquito shield. That's I know, right. I do need to get that. You're right. No, I'm but- telling you, I, I swear by it. I do endorsements for them and 100% support them. It. It works amazing. Go to MoShield.com. <laughs> I think it's going to be a bumper crop year for ticks, just from what I've experienced. Good. I like uh, yeah, when right? I go out and I, uh, I'm picking ticks for dinner. Uh, it's good to have an extra abundance. So uh, I, there have been years in the past that were bad. And you're right, Case. They usually follow mild winters. Yep. Uh, so almost 2% of these new ticks carry tick-borne viral encephalitis, which can lead to permanent brain damage. Yay. With a third capable of passing on tick-borne uh, boreal, uh, borreal- borreliosis uh, or Lyme disease. There you go. Uh, attacking the joints, heart, and nervous system. Uh, several Siberian regions have been hit by swarms of hybrid ticks. And don't they travel by horseshoe bat? Uh, I don't know. The combine they these combine the worst qualities of two common types of Russian tick, uh, the Ioxides uh, persilcatus and the te- uh, Tega tick. Tega tick and the meticulous no <clears throat> not meticulous malicious Pavlovsky. Or, I am rather meticulous in my presentation. Or far eastern tick and the attack. Notice my ascot. On uh, both long and short grass. I had the, the tick that I found crawling up my leg. Yeah. Tell me how this happened. All right. I walked outside. This is in the morning. I walked outside, did not go walk into any grass or anything. Was just out on my deck, on our back deck. Mm-hmm. I walked out for maybe three minutes and then come back inside and there's a tick on my leg. And I really? was like, yeah. Huh. Did it come from the dogs, though? Were the dogs with you? That I don't remember. Was the tick a fan? Uh, I didn't ask. <laughs> Big fan. Gadzooks. Yeah. Big fan, Gadzooks. <laughs> no sad, bro. <laughs> I wanted to say that for so long. <laughs> all right, so do you, all right, how do you uh, treat your dogs for ticks? Do they, uh, do, do you do the uh, front line on their on the back of their necks? Nightline. Nightline. I don't know. Rochelle has that taken care of. With, uh, I give my dogs, uh, uh, they eat this, um, it basically it looks like a meat treat, right? right? And then that's good for a month. Oh, we, really? We, yes. we use the, um, so uh, all the, the cats, the cat that goes out, and we, we treat everybody for fleas and ticks. And uh, the dog has the tick collar. Okay. So I wanted to ask about the tick collar. Yeah. Because could you, like if you were a hiker, and you are a hiker. I am a hiker. Could you um, basically put the tick collar around like your wrists and your and your feet and your, your ankles? I don't know. I You know, I, I wonder because what what would repel a tick on a dog you, you assume would be just as effective with a human, would it not? Right. Uh, but there is flea and there is tick spray for people, a repellent, right? I've seen it in my I, I've always been curious about how a tick collar 
would protect a dog's ass. You know, I mean, it's all the way at the other end but of... you always thinking about dog ass. Uh, <laughs> I can't help it. No, but uh, how would it, how would it uh, protect for all the way at the other end of the animal, you know? I mean, it's, just, it's supposed to... I don't the, know how. So the, the tick gets on the dog, and, and we're, we're assuming that th- there's sort of a full-body exposure. That t- like, the tick won't just, you know, die. Uh, but yeah, it's a good question how you maximize yeah. coverage all the way to the... Little ass end of the dog. Here, wait a second. I didn't know this. Hank on the line. Hi, Hank. Good morning. Hey, hey, hey. Who's eating my goddamn food? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, oh Preston Trey with Thomas. Trey Thomas. Okay. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> What's up, man? <laughs> hey, so we have we have uh, 23 chickens now, and my daughter loves them and takes care of them like they're our pets, and uh, they will... Uh, scavenge through the yard and dig and eat all the bugs, and they're great. They're great for ticks. So anybody who and they're all yeah, then you don't have to go to the store and buy eggs either. But they're great for ticks and eating all those little bugs throughout the yard. They, okay, um, they eat. had no idea. I, I didn't know that the chick, uh, chickens were big tick uh, murderers. That's cool. Interesting. Thanks. Love that. <laughs> um, Appreciate it. Would your dogs just eviscerate the? Oh, chickens? they did. They'd eat them. <laughs> they'd eat them alive. Uh, they, that's. What happened to our tick chickens? Our uh, our dogs are, are Yorkies, and they they are their their nature is to go after you know uh, like uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for um, varmints. You know, I mean like yeah. rats and mice and Vermin? things like that. Vermin. Thank yeah. you. Uh, and also, they would uh, like any birds fly, just fly uh-huh. near our yard. <laughs> they go crazy over them. Did I, ever, I, I told you guys about the time I had a tick on my nutsack, right? Yes, you did. Yeah, uh, I was a kid. I, I don't remember how it turned out. Terrified me. Yeah, terrified me. And my mom had to take it off me. I was, Is that where the nutsack came from? Uh, no, no, that no. was her. That's your nutsack. Telling my son kids, right? what that was. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's your nutsack. But that was a ball sacks are yummy. That was a a slightly traumatizing moment. It's How not unlike when in uh, Stand by Me when he gets the the leech, the leech uh, yeah. down there. Uh, case I was probably kindergarten or okay, something like so that. It's I was a least, little kid. At least you weren't in like fifth or sixth grade. Yeah, mom. <laughs> mom. Mom, I got to take on my balls. Can you do that's it? your nutsack. Yeah, do it like that, mom. Just like that, mom. Oh man. <laughs> I have a confession. That was just a magic marker. Oh, dog. shut up. I just wanted you to touch my balls. Jesus. You're the worst son ever. <laughs> uh, hang on. I'm going to go to uh, Jackie, who's a vet tech, and explain the, the flea Please, collars and yeah. the tick collars. Hi, uh, Jackie. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Sorry to bother you at work. No, okay. you're not doing it. What's up? So, okay. So the crappy flea collars that you can get at, like, PetSmart, those don't protect your dog's butt. Yeah. Okay. But the good ones, like the Soresto collar, they are absorbed through the skin of the dog, and it basically becomes systemic, just like a chewable or the liquid. All right. So, so is this? It, it, okay. We do this as well, and you you put it there, like uh, you you clear the fur and you put it down to the the skin. Correct. Correct. Okay. Th- yeah, we do, do that as well. Not, do not put those flea collars on yourself. Because they absorb into your skin and they are poisonous to people. Okay, well there you so go. So my next question was going to be, why isn't there a pill that humans can take that could keep ticks off of them? Because it's I, poison. Right, right. It's to poison. Humans. Okay. What if you were to wear a coat made of living free-range chickens? Ooh. <laughs> no, then you're going to get mites. Mites. Okay. Do, do, right. do chickens yeah. do chickens promote mites? 
You just can't. Then you got to get can't something win. that eat mites. You need an asteroid. <laughs> <On top of, laughs> you need what a good asteroid. Thank what you. tick treatment do you recommend? She's gone. Oh, we oh, lost, we lost Jackie. Yeah. Hang on, I have another. Well, this is Josh. I don't know if he's qualified or not, but he can explain <laughs> he flea colors. Hey, Josh, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Good. Do you work in the uh, veterinarian world? Negatory, but I live out in the uh, sticks of New Jersey, and we get ticks and and such daily. All right. <laughs> okay. So, but you were going to say the flea collar is just like the last collar; it kind of absorbs yeah. into your skin. Okay. But the only thing that really keeps the ticks away is a chemical called permethrin, and uh, you don't want to put that directly on your skin. You should treat your clothes with it. Okay. Oh, you you don't need to put it directly on your skin, but can you drink it? You can, but you got You have to be able to drink it through your nostrils. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. Fair enough. All right. Thanks, it's to absorb it through your skin. Well, All right. well, hang on. How do you... Oh. I have a vet tech. Okay, get a vet tech. Let's go. We have we have Lauren, a vet tech, who can help with the, the, the collar thing. Hey, uh, Laura, how you doing? Lauren. Hi, how are you? Good. So, uh, Kathy was asking our last caller, Jackie, and we lost her, unfortunately. Kathy, what was your question? What tick treatment do you recommend? Uh, I would say definitely the Strasbo collar. Um, Brevecto is like a chewable tablet that lasts three months, and then NextGuard is a tablet that lasts once a month. So not the stuff you put on their neck? Um, I'm talk- uh, actually, I'm, I'm asking for cats. Yeah, like the front line, I would say that that is good. Um, if there are stressed collars for cats, um, but don't ever buy, like, heart or, like, anything like that's really cheap because it's just a waste of your time, and it can actually make your pets really sick. Okay, yeah. that's what the last caller said. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 okay. those, those cheaper collars can be more detrimental to your animals. So, yeah, they're, they're, listen, the better ones are more expensive, yeah. but uh, you'd like your pets to be alive, we assume? Yeah, so um, for the last caller who said that you can, for, for humans I'm talking about, is there is there a spray that's better than, like, the off, you know, Deep Woods off or something Axe. like that? Do you for know, Lauren? People, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. We go camping a lot, so, like, we always just buy, like, that off spray. But I will say I have four dogs at home. They all wear thoracic collars. They all sleep in our bed with us, and we don't ever have ticks on us. And I don't know, like, I don't know if there's any science to back this up, but I swear, like, because their thoracic collars are, like, touching us, that that is why we don't ever have ticks. Okay. All right. Interesting. All right. Thanks, Lauren. Appreciate it. Yes, yes. What did she say? Soresto collar? Soresto, yeah. Soresto. You've seen the commercials, right, with the dog Soresto, Soresto? I don't know. I don't think I have. I Kathy, write you know down. what kills a lot of ticks are uh, possums. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Po- they one do. Of the, one of the benefits of, of uh, an opossum is uh, that they uh, the, they love to eat ticks. Kind of makes you appreciate us a little bit more, huh? <laughs> <laughs> also, Steve, to answer your question from like uh, 20 minutes ago, it's the Tunguska event in uh, Siberia, and it leveled uh, 830 square miles. It was a meteorite. <laughs> That crashed in in Siberia, and there's um, there are pictures. Correct me if I'm wrong. Of of, an, of the entire forest with the yeah. trees laying in one direction. Yeah, it was 1908 that that happened. 1908. Okay, gotcha. Um, I, I, was, I was like 15. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if there's a chance. I mean, hey, we've had uh, spotted lanternflies, murder hornets, and all kinds of other things coming over. But in Siberia, uh, there's this new mutant variety of very aggressive tick. Uh, that is apparently becoming a bit of an issue. That, and there's some asteroids on the way, and, uh, you know. Which, what, 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 COVID-19 and riots and uh, what else? The storm that came through. The storm, another yeah. storm. Uh, yeah. So so if you're paranoid, have fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Enjoy. Right. Uh, we need to take a break because I do have some stories I want to share in the form of the bizarre file, and they will be up next as you're way into, on your way into work. Make sure you hang with us. We'll come back with that stuff shortly. 
Steve Show podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Hey, we have a new Daily Rush video that is out, and I love this title. It's called Peter North Distance Tips. <laughs> and it says yeah. Vin Diesel directed porn star Peter North and shares some tips on distance, social distance. <laughs> you can watch it now at com and it's sponsored by Punchline, Billy Fishtown's first comedy club restaurant and bar. Yeah. Check out the new Daily Rush video. All right, we're going to get into the Bizarre Fire. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre Fire. Brought to you by A.D. Moyer Lumber. All locations remain open to provide your building material and hardware needs and are focused on customer and staff safety. Call or email ahead for curbside pickup or delivery, and you can find them at admoyer.com. Well, a naked man who was sunbathing near a railway line was mistaken for a dead body by police. Uh, This is in England. Concerned rail workers spotted a pair of feet but no signs of life on the grounds of Shafford uh, 100 Railway Station, British Transport Police said. Wouldn't you think the same thing? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. In a tweet, the BTP said... uh, Yeah, you know me. Rushing to the scene, officers found a man in his late 30s enjoying some nude sunbathing. It happened as temperatures reached 77 degrees on Monday. uh, And they added, please don't sunbathe nude on the railway. This makes my taint feel good when I point it towards the sun. Uh, the station sits on a single-line railway between London and South, Land- South End. Wouldn't well, uh, it be like a filthy place to do that, I too? I would think so. The man was spotted by track workers who called police. A spokeswoman said, uh, let me lay it bare. Oh. <laughs> uh, the railway She's such a is not a place to sunbathe. Please keep away oh, from the Oh, you're, you're a scandal. Uh, it is not as uncommon as you might think, she said. So I guess they do that from time that, to that's time. That's very, very disturbing to hear that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of disturbing, okay. I led with a lighter story. Oh, no. This is just, this is, well, here. All you, right, you, let it go. A 37-year-old Northern California man was arrested on suspicion of killing his 90-year-old grandmother and trying to eat her body on Monday afternoon. <sighs> Richmond officers responding to a 911 call of a man standing over a woman's bloody body allegedly found 37-year-old Dwayne Wallach in the act of eating his grandmother, Ruby. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. Officers confronted uh, Wallach inside the home he shared with his grandmother located in a quiet residential neighborhood. Uh, When officers entered the home, Wallach was, quote, digging in her flesh. Oh, Oh, God. According to a Bay City News report, Wallach allegedly ignored orders to stop. (laughs) (laughs) That was the meeting. (laughs) Yeah, that was his little chant. Uh, So, (laughs) (laughs) Wallach. It's a terrible story, but we as human beings can. We have Endure. to look at, at absurdity. Yes. Uh, in order to... And we can get past it if we can sort of have fun with it. Uh, so, Wallach allegedly ignored orders to stop, and officers had to use a stun gun uh, to subdue and arrest him. Uh, there was no official... Co- <laughs> it's terrible that I'm laughing at this. There's no official cause of death yet for Ruby Wallach. When uh, police entered, this is what the suspect said. Hi, Grandma. And where are they going? <laughs> Clapping along. Play it again, Case. Hi, Grandma. 
Reversing. Uh, there is no official cause of death yet for Ruby Wellick. Embarrassment. Uh, Dwayne Wellick was taken to a hospital for treatment of unspecified injuries. Police said the motive is not yet known and the possible... Uh, role that drugs may have played in the gruesome incident is still under investigation. Uh, my guess is they played a substantial role. Yeah. Wallach will be booked up pending his release from the hospital. Spanish police are investigating the murder of an 83-year-old woman who was robbed and killed a year ago of arrested a man in his 80s with whom she used to play bingo with. Officers began their inquiries last year after the woman's care worker became worried by her failure to answer call, calls. Uh, concerned neighbors enter her home in the town of uh, Fuenlabrada near Madrid and called the police after finding her body, which had stab wounds. So this is a guy of the same age. And and was a bingo partner. A bingo partner and managed. Uh, this is horrible. Uh, so they had, there, a large amount of cash was taken. You don't cash. usually see this in bingo people. And Jules, the fact that her front door had not been forced suggested she may have known the attack of the investigation led to a man also in his 80s who was a friend of the victim, and he used to play bingo with her in That's a bingo. Uh, further inquiries allowed officers to determine that in the following that in the days following the crime, the main suspect had gone to the same bingo hall with <sighs> large quantities of money. There you using go. The money he stole from her to go and play bingo. Ooh, that's a bingo. <laughs> Uh, He's having a good time, though. Evidence from the crime scene led officers to the man in a search of the suspect home turned up uh, various uh, objects along with uh, two of the jewelry boxes. You know what? Wow. I think we've talked about this before. At these big state fairs where they'll have these huge bingo tournaments, the amount of money that's there is incredible. And it's cash. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's cra- they, there, there are some big dollar uh, yes. pots that you can win at certain That's a bingo. bingo. Yeah, that is a bingo. <laughs> Um, Vermont State Police say, here's a lighter story for you, uh, that a Massachusetts man is in trouble for throwing a pickle out a car window and hitting a traffic worker with it. Troopers say Christopher (laughs) Hermansdofferer, that's a long ass (laughs) name. That's a long ass name. Um, was a passenger in a car driving down Route 7 shortly before 6 p.m. when he threw a large pickle. Pickle out the window. Maybe he was done filleting it, Preston. It hit Carl Hoffman, a transit employee who was uh, working there, and caused him pain. Carl, I think it's a, I think it's a pickle. Uh, Herman's Dofferer was cited to appear in court on a charge of simple assault from the pickle toss. Wow. All right, and then we'll do one more story. Let's look for something light as well, since we had people eating their grandmothers. Now you know what would go with that. What a pickle. Yeah. How about this? A Brit- uh, British police department found a giant penis-shaped design mowed into a field when the drone team was searching for a suspect. Uh, the Devon and Cornwall police drone operators shared the shocking display on their Facebook page. Uh, they said, it's absolutely amazing what you see from the air, and sometimes we're caught a bit off guard. Uh, whilst in West Cornwall and searching for an offender who'd recently run off from police, we came across... This unusual piece of artwork in a field thing is completely by surprise. It's a huge penis. Uh, I, I love when they do this stuff because it takes a lot of work to, especially this one actually came out pretty nicely, no, yeah. no pun intended, but it, it's a uh, it's a lot of work to get everything to scale correctly. Yeah. It's unclear if the department caught the suspect that uh, fled from them, but they got a good picture. Haven't you always wanted to do that? Yes. To, t- to take a, a shot at 
mowing a huge image into like a field or doing like a crop circle type thing. Yeah, the people that do it in the cornfields, it's uh, pretty impressive or can yeah. be pretty impressive. They use a, get out and use a combine or something like that. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. Let's take a break and remind you. St. Augustine Prep, you guys need to vote. Tell us who the coolest teacher of the last year has been. Uh, text word teacher 39333. We'll send you the rest. And uh, from Archmere Academy, turns out that Mr. John Jordan, principal and English teacher, has been named the coolest teacher. So we congratulate him and give him the coolest teacher of the year coffee mug from the Presidency Show. We'll be back in a moment. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Are you ready for love and ready to get engaged? Then visit Steven Singer Jewelers at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. If you're looking to celebrate someone, simply say I love you or honor mom. Steven Singer has safe and free shipping in time for Mother's Day. I hate Stevensinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Want to do a couple of quick shout outs. I got this, uh, and it's, it's, a, it's a downer. It's sad, but I wanted to pass along. It says, Dear Preston, I wanted to request a shout out for my uh, stepbrother, Joe Hackett. Passed away on May 26, 42 years old from cancer. Uh, Joe and I are both longtime listeners, and some of my favorite memories of him will be our laughs about the show. Joe had a blast at the Belly Flop Challenge last year, and we were holding out hope that it might still happen later this summer. We lost a great guy, and that is from C.R. McLeod. We had somebody named C.R. who called in yesterday on the show, and I wonder if it's the same person, Wilmington, Delaware. So... He wants to send it out to his stepbrother, Joe Hackett. So sad. But we're happy to do that for you, bud. Uh, And also, this uh, texter says, I'd like to get a shout out uh, to the River City Construction Team from Carolina. Uh, It says, just seen a train of their electrical trucks on 202 North in Westchester. Uh, Thank you for coming out to help. So obviously, during the cleanup from yesterday's storm. With all the stuff going on and all the things that make it uh, difficult to conduct business in a usual fashion, the the fact that they were able to turn around and so many of these crews that came in and, and were getting uh, you know power on and there's still people without power it just makes you appreciate you know uh, their capability yeah hey and I'd like to uh, pass along a bit of uh, uh, interesting and probably foreign information to you the fact that your nose has very close connections to your genitals. Is this the new character, the proboscis professor? That's the one. The yeah. proboscis professor. Yes, no. no. Uh, did you like the sub? I sent this. I don't know if, if did you get this from, from what I sent to I you? got it from I, you. I put it directly in the subject line because yeah. sometimes I don't know if like you skip over it or you don't have time. And I'm like, if no, I put this, this in the Kathy. subject line, he'll, yeah. he'll read it. Right, yeah, right, and, yeah. And essentially, it said your nose is the closest thing to your genitals or yeah. something along those lines. Fascinating. Yeah. I've long suspected, haven't you? Uh, so this is out of a new book called Breath, The New Science of a Lost Art, and is from journalist James Nestor. And let me give you the setup on this and why, right. why this guy wrote a book. He had participated in a study in which his nose was completely plugged for 10 days, forcing him to breathe solely through his mouth. And he said it was not a pleasant experience. Uh, he said, I went from snoring a couple of minutes a night to within three days. I was snoring for four hours a night. I developed sleep apnea. My stress levels were off the charts. My nervous system was a mess, and I felt awful. Uh, he said that uh, the researchers said that he's uh, talked to, uh, he's told to recommend taking time to consciously listen to yourself and to feel how breath is affecting you. He notes 
Slow and low breaths through the nose can help relieve stress and reduce blood pressure. He said, "This is the way your body wants to take in air." Uh, yeah, I, I uh, you know, there's oh, we've we've talked about this for many years, and it goes back and forth about you know, every once in a while, an expert will come out with the um, the assertion that we're not breathing right. We yeah. don't breathe right. If you do breathe correctly, it lowers the burden of the heart, and uh, it will engage if you engage the uh, diaphragm. It's so, actually pretty interesting, like some of the benefits that that it, this article gives on on breathing correctly, and like with yoga. I mean, we're taught to breathe similarly to what this guy is talking about, and um, I've kind of like instituted it outside of yoga or meditation when you know there's some sort of like stress or or whatever it is, and it does help. I wonder. So obviously, people are looking for any sort of stress reduction they can get now with everything. That's going on. Uh, so, but the question is, how how is it similar to your uh, to well, your uh, dong? I, I will get to that. So, <laughs> so the, just just a little uh, background on, on the nose and its uh, its purpose. The nose filters, heats, and treats raw air. Uh, most of us know that, but what you didn't know is how it can trigger different hormones to flood into your body, <clears throat> and how it can lower our blood pre- lower our blood blood pressure. How it monitors heart rate, and even helps store memories. Uh, so it's a pretty incredible organ that we have in our body here. There you go. Excuse me. <clears throat> now, the nose is more closely connected to our genitals than any other organ in the body. I don't remember that in the song. Hip bone connected to the... No. <laughs> we it, hear bone. It is covered in the same tissue as your genitals. So your nose externally bears... I think it's internally. Okay, because I've heard of penis nose. Uh, so when what is what's penis nose? <laughs> when you, somebody has a droopy sort of penis. Oh, it looks like yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. No. 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 So when one area gets stimulated, the nose will become stimulated as well. So some people have uh, too close of a connection when they where they get stimulated in the southerly regions, they will start uncontrollably sneezing. And this condition is common enough that it was given a name called honeymoon rhinitis. Uh, so it can affect when you get, essentially, when you get aroused, that your nose uh, also reacts. <laughs> Another thing well, is, that's really fascinating is that erectile tissue will pulse on its own. So it will close. So essentially, your nose has erectile tissue in it. <laughs> Okay. Uh, th- okay. So the tissue that is similar, the, that in, in okay. Yeah, you wow. know, like your sinuses, how they open and close, and that, so I guess on. That's true. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's like a is getting it the an tissue erection. itself, or the, or the nerves around it that are causing it to do that? I don't know what's causing okay. it to do it, but the tissue uh, has to be similar to that. What were you going to say, Kath? No, I I don't know if she necessarily wants to talk about it, but Marissa once said something on the air that happens during that, and and I. I actually thought of her when I read that part of the article. During I did too. Oral pleasures. <laughs> uh, she has a runny nose. Her nose runs. Right. Yes, yeah, rhinitis. Right. Uh, that's what that's called. Well, no. Well, yeah. I guess I'm gonna so. shoot. But, they oh said sneezing, God. but I mean, I yeah. thought it was pretty similar. Rhinitis is just a runny nose. Okay. All right. Yeah. Honeymoon. <laughs> rhin- honeymoon rhinitis yeah. is sneezing when you get uh, when you get aroused. Another thing that's fascinating so is I think that's what that says is that Marissa really likes doing that. Ah, that's it. <laughs> that act. So had to throw it. Uh, uh, <laughs> she's shrugging. Erectile <laughs> tissue will pulse on its own, so it will close one nostril and allow breath in through the other nostril, and then that other nostril will close and allow breath in. I didn't know all this crap was going on in my nose. And our bodies do this on this uh, do this on our own, um, on their own, I should say. A lot of people 
who've studied this believe that this is the way that our bodies maintain balance because when we breathe through our right nostril, circulation speeds up and the body gets hotter, cortisol levels increase, blood pressure increases. What happens when we breathe through our penises? Uh, I haven't tried that. So breathing through the left will relax us more. How uh, do, really? So, yeah, so blood pressure will decrease. It lowers temperature, cools the body, reduces anxiety as well. So our bodies are naturally doing this. Did you say breathing through the left nostril? Yeah, but, but you can't like tell yourself to breathe through the left nostril. It just Can't does you? it naturally. But, all right, all right. So, but in other words, you could not hold your right nostril closed and elicit this this response. I, I mean, you so. could, but I don't think that's what it means. Uh, when we breathe through our mouths, we are denying our bodies the ability to do this. So you want to breathe through your nose when you can. Like mine's a little stuffy right now. Right, yeah. Uh, but do you, you do you have people in your life who are uh, routinely loud breathers? Um, not in my life regularly. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, do you yeah. know you have people? I, I've had throughout my life, and it, for some reason, it annoys the f out of me. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it is. They're simply trying to live. But uh, I, it's just uh, it's something that annoys me. I was, as uh, you can imagine, as you can imagine. I guess I was like dozing off or falling asleep on the couch. I was sitting next to Jace and he just tapped me and he said, can you please stop breathing like you're dying? Oh, my God. <laughs> that kid. You have created you. Yes. You, 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 I have You have visited me. upon yourself your mini ver- version of you. Steve, you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, so, yeah, you're, apparently you have erectile tissue in your nose. It is the most closely related organ on your body okay, baby. to your genitalia. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All guys have nose problems. <laughs> now, there's also... This never usually happens. No, baby, it's all right. I was reading in a separate article, Kathy. About nose boners? No, about sneeze fetishes. Oh. And it's a real thing. Now, it's rather unclear what thrills people about sneezing. I would love to hear from someone... Who, who finds it a turn on when uh, they're sneezing? It, uh, I, I need I, to know. Right I, now, yeah, I'd be sexy as f because I've been sneezing like a mother effer. The, the, the allergies, or I don't know what it is, but like every yeah. time I go outside, it's bad. Yeah. yeah. So Nick, uh, the pollen count has been high for like the like days. Okay. Yep. The uh, the the tr- yeah, absolutely, that's the case. Uh, uh, the um, the release though, uh, when you are waiting to sneeze and working a sneeze, and it finally does happen, it is a joyous thing. There is a certain I don't know if that is a pheromone rush or what causes that that release, but that I, it's it's a very pleasurable thing, especially when you've been sort of hovering around it, and then it finally happens. Well, apparently, sneezing and orgasming are both reflexes that follow a similar physiological pattern. The only difference is when I sneeze, something comes out now. Um, <laughs> an initial an initial sensitivity, an increase in stimulation up to a threshold which gives way to a release in the form of a palpable bodily response. That's what happens. You get an initial sensitivity, then an increase in stimulation up to and a threshold which gives way to release in the form of a palpable body response. So think about that. You feel that first tingle? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It yeah. builds, it builds, it builds, it builds, and, a, it, and then you shoot. That, yeah, I'm going to shoot. That's what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, so for yeah. me, that, that's the same thing. <laughs> Preston, in The Lonely Guy, the movie The Lonely Guy with Steve Martin, wasn't the only way he could get his girlfriend to climax was to sneeze? Oh, my God. I don't remember that part. That's hilarious. I think that's the case. That might be. Uh, so, according, in fact, it says here, according to Dr. Ruth Westheimer, it is her birthday today, by the way. Yeah. 
An orgasm is just a reflex like a sneeze. That's what she says. Uh, so, uh, this, shoot. this is not to say that the two are connected. They just follow similar patterns. It could be the reason why certain people get a kick out of it and have a sneeze fetish. Uh, the sneeze people exist, and they're also worried about COVID-19. A concerned user uh, in a post reads, this is why I, I've i always preferred allergy sneezes over sneezes caused by illness. No contagion to worry about, which has always been an aspect of the fetish which sits uncomfortably with me. So is it guys who uh, enjoy women sneezing, women enjoying guys sneezing, or just the enjoyment the individual sneezer gets themselves, or all three? Well, let's go to the phones and find out, because I don't have that answer here, but I'm going to go to Bob first. Hey, Bob, how you doing, man? Good. How you doing? Good. What do you want to share with us? Well, my my, uh, significant other always gets mad at me, but like, say I'll be laying in bed at night, I'll get this uh, dirty thought in my mind, and all of a sudden I'll start sneezing, and it happens every time. So when you start to get when you start to get turned on, it causes yep. you to sneeze. Yep, I'll sneeze at least two or three times. Huh. Huh. Wow! Wow! And I was always wondering if this was something that anyone else had, and I brought it up today. Let's let's find out. Let's see if there are any other listeners that that it, maybe they don't have a sneeze fetish, right? But they get some kind of a reaction. There's a nasal correlation. When they start to get horny or, or in the throes of it. All right, Bob, we'll put the just word the, out, okay? Just the thought. Just the thought. All of right. It. Just yeah, the, even know. the thought of it will oh. cause you to sneeze. Mm. Yep. Okay. All right. Thanks. 215-263-WMR. All right. Let me go. Let me go to Dez here. Hi, Dez. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. How are you? Awesome. Doing great. Okay. So, sneezing. What, what does it do for you? So... Uh, <laughs> Like, my nipples get hard, right? <laughs> Your nipples get hard when you sneeze? It feels really, really good. Wow. And, like, I get, I get, it's like a, it's like an orgasm in my sinuses. An and, orgasm uh, in your sinuses, okay. And, like, I'll get jealous when I see people sneeze, like, 15 times. I'm like, oh, God. You know, <laughs> well, I don't think this is uncommon. But Des, so so uh, so, do you do things because it's such a pleasurable experience for you? Do you do things to make yourself sneeze? No, no. I wish I could. <laughs> I probably would. So, w- would you say that no. you do experience what is very close to an orgasm? Yeah, you know, I actually heard um, that it activates uh, similar. Um, chemicals in your brain right when you sneeze so like it releases the same uh or similar um like a dopamine like, or something yeah, yeah and something whatever happens when you orgasm it's yeah it's dopamine it's a release of a, of a hormone yeah wow. yeah uh, yeah. Okay. That's that's it's it's wild, and that's and it's. I'm a little jealous. So when I walk out, in, when I walk out into the sun, I will uh, I will get I call it my my customary two sneezes. I will sneeze twice, and then I'm I'm good to go. But that is actually <laughs> it, it is sort of a good Thanks, feeling. Des. But it, it, it's a good feeling because I, my sinuses. Yeah, it does are, are opened feel good. Up. Yeah, I yeah. would. I can do the uh, the bright light thing if I am. Um, if I feel the sneeze coming on, I'm not sure if I'm going to achieve. You can promote it. My nose gas. Right. Yeah. Uh, I you, I can glance up at, and not look directly in the look sun, but the close, light, baby. but look at the light, and it will cause me to go ahead and, and shoot and shoot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shoot. 
Uh, by the way, uh, I got a text here. Hang on. I didn't read through all of it because, uh, hang on a second here, but it does have to do with it. It says, uh, it's not me, but a girl I used to know says she was so jealous when people sneezed because it really turned her on. Hmm. She was a psychologist, the most effed up people on the planet. <laughs> but sneezes turned her on. Yeah, so that's the other way around. That The actual act of sneezing got her aroused I, as opposed to being aroused and then sneezing like the other guy that we had calling. Do you, have, have you ever considered a sneeze that someone has sexy? No. I, I I don't know. It's never. It's not my thing. But, right. Uh, but I, I guess I could see maybe sort of. Didn't we have an intern who like sneezed? It was like a very bizarre sneeze. It was a girl. Chee, chee. Yeah. It was yeah. like something like that. Do right. You guys remember that? High pitched. Maybe. Oh, man. I don't know. Uh, let me go to Mark. Hey, Mark. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. What's up, bud? So, uh, same as the other guy, I miss his name, but, uh, <laughs> when I get turned on, it's only when I'm in bed and when I'm by myself, I get turned on and I sneeze and it doesn't happen when I'm with another human. So if you were to, if you were to start to, um, you're getting amorous and you were to start to work on yourself, would you at some point sneeze? It's before any of that. It's, Just it's before. Thinking of, it's when I'm thinking of doing it. Once Sound. I start doing things, it, yeah. Once I start doing things, it's it's normal. That there, is but. exactly what the guy said. That's he said. It's precisely the same thing. It's just the thought of it, and it's before. That is so yeah, wild. It's, okay, it's great. It, I met one other person that did the same thing. There's a whole community of you, community out there of you, Mark. You didn't even know it. We're not alone. Yeah, sneezers. I think. All right, thanks. Somebody needs to, somebody needs to pay me. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, you can do some fetish films. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> thanks, guys. Thank thanks. you. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty wild when you find out these little things that you always thought was just you. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, okay, lots of people this way. That's like with my ASMR. I, for, the, the, for decades, had never said anything to anyone. I thought it was just kind of weird that I... Right. I didn't get aroused by these sounds, but these sounds soothe me and relax me, and I thought it was kind of silly, you know. But that now, like... And then you find out, oh, my God, yeah. it's like me with uh, eating my grandmother. Uh, yeah, right. it's like, yeah. I, I, I got to be the only person doing this. <laughs> You're not today, alone. You had a story, and I, I, you just feel better. Uh, hang on. Let me go to... I'm going to go to Trish. Hi, Trish. Good morning. Dude, Dick Brewer. Dude, it's Brewer. It's Brewer. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's a good callback. Threw me off that's guard. Yeah, I yeah. like it. What's up, Trish? So, I'm dying listening to this. Um, <laughs> I'm nervous. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm like, shaking. Anyway. Um, so, every freaking time my husband is about to make the move on me, there's a sneeze that comes, and I know that it's coming. So, when, just before, when you know he's getting the amorous <laughs> intentions, he sneezes. Yes, and it's like in my mind, I'm like, "Oh God, it's gonna happen." All here right, we, and here and we go. Trish, that's if, when you have to quick pretend like you're sleeping. Uh, exactly. No, Trish, have you ever asked him about it? Well, no, he has told me. He has said, "I'm." He. It was honestly like a couple weeks ago. He said, "I have to admit something to you, and it's super embarrassing, and it's weird." He's like, "But I don't know if you've ever noticed, but." Right before I'm gonna do something to you, <laughs> he's like, "I sneeze," and I'm like, "Dude, I freaking no, I know, I know it happens, I know it's coming, and it's it's whether I have to gear myself up or go to sleep." You know, it's funny. What's funny, Trisha, is that you, the natural inclination, if you were to, you know, to to just 
if we weren't having this conversation as is and you were to say, okay, this is something that happens, I think most people would think that in, in the actual act, when you're breathing in and out quickly, perhaps, or there's something no. th- that's responsible, it's just the thought, the thought yep. kicks it into gear. Yeah, he doesn't mean it's before he even starts. Something. Wow. Wow. <laughs> you know, it's funny, Trish, now that you guys, now that you guys have this out in the open, if he sneezes and he's, yeah. it's just a regular sneeze, it's not arousal, he can just turn to you and go, no. Yeah, exactly. And that's what it is. Like, we're, we'll be, like, driving to Target. And a sneeze will happen. I'm like, oh, no. Ah. Like, it is a, it's like a funny joke now between us because he finally admitted it. But Good. I texted him when you guys started talking about this. I'm like, dude, are you listening? <laughs> well, I, you know, I love that. And I think it's cool that you guys that you finally talked about it. I think yeah. I think little things like that. Oh, are, and I'm gay. Right? <laughs> <laughs> are important to share with each other. So. Yeah, no, that is. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was like, I, he, you know, laughed about. It. He's like, I told you, I told you. I love it. That's so wonderful. You, you guys have a good relationship then, if you can do that. Oh, we'll yeah. Talk about that. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> all right, thanks, Trish. Appreciate Thank it. You. Bye. Uh, let me go to. All right, we're gonna go back to the nipple thing. I got Christine on the line. Hey, Christine. Hey, how are you? Good. How you doing, Christine? Really good. <laughs> really good. Wow. Did you just sneeze? Oh my god! I think I'm gonna sneeze. <laughs> it's a, it's the pollen count. It's it's got me going. The pollen count. Oh, so yeah. when you sneeze, yeah. you get you get your nipples get hard. Not only that, I I mean. My whole breast tissue just tightens up. Mm. You know, it kind of reminds me of um, the Music, fembot. Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flowers. With the machine guns, yeah. machine gun nipples. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And, and how long has this been in your life? Um, as long as I can remember. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Do you have hay fever? Yeah. No. No. Now, let me ask you, when, when this happens, Christine, besides, you know, that that just uh, happening in, in your breast area, do you then become aroused? No. No. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, well, thanks for oh. calling. All right, thanks for calling. Talk to you later. <laughs> Damn it. She sounded so sexy. Yeah. Uh, no. But... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> let me sit on the dryer. <laughs> uh, let me go next to Eric. Hey, Eric. Hey, guys. Hey, what's up, uh, buddy? So the whole sneezing situation, I actually can control. I can make myself sneeze. Okay, and, and what do you think of baseball? <clears throat> not a uh, <laughs> not a fake, but a, a legitimate. A, a legitimate sneeze. What I do is, and I've been doing this since, well, I would say since middle school. Um, and not for any re- particular reason, you know. If I had a tingle on my nose and it won't go away, right. I kind of learned how to do it. And what you do is, for me, I don't know if it works for everyone, is, you rub your tongue on the back part of the roof of your mouth, not constantly, just you know, you know, a little bit here and there, and let that tingle go. A little flick builds up, and then yeah, and then it will. I'm doing it right now. Can 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 you do it for us? Can you do it on command? Um, it would probably take me a couple seconds. Rip up a sneeze. Go, go ahead. ahead. Work us up a sneeze. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Hey. <laughs> it's okay. <coughs> and there it is. Oh. He does like a half cough, uh, yeah, so cough sneeze. Yeah, it's because it, 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 it kind of tickles the back of your throat too. So okay, it's, it's it's one of those things where. But yeah, I used to be able to do it in school. Sometimes I use it to kind of get out of class if I kind of repeat. You know, I, I envy you. I used, I used to have to crap myself to mm-hmm. get it. No, the, uh, yeah. Uh, no, honestly, uh, that is a that is a winner because if you can fake a sneeze, 
that's a tangible sign that you're sick. Well, he's not even faking sneezing. He's actually yeah, he's sneezing. actually well, up yeah, yeah. I can and, fake and a good, sneeze. And I understand where a lot of people are coming from because you know, yeah, when I do sneeze, it does send a little tingle down my body. You know, it is nice. And you know, when I'm you know doing the dirty, or even when I'm having you know Eric's alone time, yeah, you know, <laughs> my nose, my nose will tingle. You know, that it, is it, wild. Sensation. So, and that sensation then immediately becomes connected to a, a sexual response to you, and and so it's 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 nothing but win win. Yeah, and I've I've never dated a girl who was turned on about that, but you know, maybe one day. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Right. Thanks, well, bud. Dare to dream. Yeah, <laughs> she'd be the perfect gal. <laughs> perfect gal. By the maybe way, a, a post read on this, uh, you know, this article that talks about people that actually have the sneeze fetish. Uh, someone who calls himself uh, Mr. Sneezy uh, said, I'm having a lady around on March 27th who I haven't played with for 18 months. She's going to sniff uh, chinkini and sneeze on me. What is chinkini? I expect what? no ill effects. I don't know what chinkini That's is. That's his manservant. Chinkini, it, come it, in here. It's spelled C-H-H. Nick, if you could look this yeah. up. Yes, boss. C-H-H-I-N-K-I-N-N-I. So she's going to sniff chinkini and sneeze on me. So. Wow. Is it the spice, I guess? Like maybe like a pepper? That's what I'm guessing. Yeah, Do any of those things work with you as far pepper? as... Pepper? No we, doubt. Yes. Pepper makes you sneeze. Yep. <clears throat> Can you show us? Do we have pepper at the ready here anywhere? I don't know. Do you have to inhale it or just the aroma of it? Um, no, no. Hmm. I, I mean, I don't know if I'm inhaling it or if it's the aroma, but... So uh, chinkini is a um, a snuffing powder. It's it designed oh. to make you sneeze. Right. Okay. Right. It says here, Nick, yes, in, in the ad for it, a unique herbal preparation with an equally unique dosing technique that provides instant relief from nasal congestion, cold, and headache. Chinkini contains uh, menthol, camphor, camphor, oh, I know that, eucalyptus, uh, oil, which are provided for the decongestant effect. Wow, I didn't know that okay. existed. So is that what snuff? I thought snuff was um, yeah. tobacco. Well, yeah, it is the the kind that you sniff. I guess it's yeah. very, very, very finely ground. Okay, and you take a little pinch and sniff it, and then it makes you sneeze. And I never, I never quite got what the point was, but I guess if you. Uh, maybe it, uh, they thought it would help clear your sinuses, or or maybe they're, they they get a little sneeze fetish thing out of it. Casey has some pepper here. All right, so remember, you got to social distancing. You got to point to. You got to shoot oh, in another gonna, direction. I'm going to shoot into a tissue. Marissa into brought tissue. it out. Casey has ground some of its ground pepper. He's put it on a piece of paper here. <laughs> yeah. And are you going to leaning down like he's now, snorting? Do you want a credit card? Yeah, you want yeah, yes. to make some lines. Do you want to make lines? <laughs> uh, so Casey is holding it about two inches Take below a bump. his nose. Uh, hasn't. Uh... Yeah. Maybe a I freeze. Yeah, freeze. <laughs> little bump. Use your pinky. Take a little bump. I don't want to. I don't want to snort it. I know. No, uh, but yeah. you. But yeah. Okay. We're just playing. All right. All right, Nothing so, yet. All right. Nothing may yet. I? You, yes, you may. All right. Because I, I, I have a feeling Pepper would make me sneeze as well. So. About a spit string. You need to get a little closer to it. Are you going to smack it into my face? Like no, I'm not going to smack it. I was going to do, do that. It to you. I don't do that like you do. All right. Oh, come so. on. Come on, baby. <laughs> come on, baby. Come on, baby. Uh, it's okay. Take a big whiff. Get your nose down in there. <laughs> See, this is fresh cracked pepper. That's, I think, the problem. You need more finely ground? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Yeah, finely yeah, ground. Fly stuff. <laughs> Table pepper? My nipples are like erasers. Yeah, because it's not working. Mm. All right. I'm going to go to some other, I'm going to go to some other calls here. Uh, let me go to an anonymous caller. Hi, anonymous. You're on the air. Good morning. That's me? Come on, man. <laughs> All right. That's one. Strike one. Go ahead. Uh, sorry, sorry. 
first time caller, long time listener. I'll get it. Hey, Good, bud. Nice. Hey, What's up? Uh, well, all right. So this does not happen when I'm alone and I'm getting aroused. But any time when I am in bed with my girlfriend, my nose will run profusely for about five minutes. Profusely. Okay. Profusely. Now, question about this. Does it, ma- does it matter if you're on top or bottom? No. Okay, well, that's interesting because I, could, I will I get a I, I will get a runny nose like top. like if I'm um if I'm in a uh like a, a on a massage table with the 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 face ring thing yeah, yeah. so yeah. uh so in that position where you're where you're face down like that for a long time I could see maybe getting a runny nose but it doesn't matter so it has to do with the fact of being aroused and being with someone. Let me ask you, anonymous, do you use any um any enhancements like Cialis or any of those drugs? I don't know. I'm not that old yet, like you see. <laughs> I'm an old bastard. Yeah, no, but it, it, a lot of people do know that uh, or have reported that when they use that, uh, that they will get a runny nose. You know, that the uh, the reaction is that. So I was wondering. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Never knew. And has it ever become an issue? Like you've had to stop and wipe your nose or do you get any of the, you know, snot on your partner? Yeah, it's happened a couple of times. Oh, right. It's like natural <laughs> baby. Have you ever talked to your doctor about it? <laughs> no, that's not something I'm going to bring up. Do you know what you should do? Have you seen those things that clip your nose when you go swimming? Wear yeah. one of those. Yeah, nose plug. <laughs> hey, do, do I get a lot? Listen, don't be don't be ashamed to talk to your doctor about stuff like that. Doc, right. I have an answer with sex. <laughs> what is that on your nose? It's my sex, it's my sex clip. All right, thanks for your call, man. We appreciate it. Right. Your nose, baby. I wear when we have sex because my nose runs. One more uh, call. I'm going to go to Caitlin. Hi, Caitlin. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, so, Caitlin, nose uh, fetish, or does it tie into arousal, sneezing? What's the story? So, let me just preface by saying um, this has never happened until I met my current boyfriend. Okay. Um, it doesn't turn me on, but if I, like, deep think about how much I love him, I'll sneeze. Do you think about how much you love him on just a spiritual level, or are you thinking uh, along a more sexual bent? Um, it might be a little bit of both. Okay. Okay, so again, just thinking of, of how much she loves him. I love yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> uh, yep. Have it's... you ever told him about it, Caitlin? Um, no, I haven't. Okay. Wow. And does it I bother you? Does it bother <laughs> I fart every time I think about how much I, I love, love my wife. Uh, how much do I love my wife? <laughs> I love her once, twice, three times. One more. Uh, I really love my wife so much. Caitlin, uh, is it uh, do, is it troubling, or do you like it, or does it matter to you that you do this? Um, it's just random, you know. Okay. Weird. I, I might be moved, right. Caitlin, to take it as a sign, like, oh, uh, do, do, does it cross your mind? Oh, this this guy must be the one because he makes me sneeze. Right. Yeah, maybe. All maybe right. That's it. Okay. Well, thank you. Find we... the good man who can make you sneeze. Appreciate it, Caitlin. <laughs> All right, Casey was trying to sniff uh, table salt or table uh, pepper. It's, it's okay, not working. Baby. Yeah. It's okay. It's not working right now. I can't perform in front of a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Some people have performance Come issues. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Well, think uh, of us in our underwear. All right. Well, uh, so if you have a sneeze fetish, you're not alone. Uh, or even if you don't have a fetish, if for some reason you get act- nasal activity, 
uh, when becoming aroused, it's not that uncommon. That's a new category for Kathy. Nasal <laughs> <Nice Nice>. activities. <laughs> oh my God, my nipples are so hard. <laughs> this is a whole bunch of things, a whole bunch of activities, ladies, where you can go to it and have rock hard nipples. Nasal activities. Nasal activities. All right, I uh, just thought I'd share. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in just a moment, so make sure you stay with us. We'll return shortly. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Hey, you guys want to talk to a cool teacher? Yeah. yeah. All right. We yesterday had drawn the name of a school and asked these students to text in and let us know who they thought the coolest teacher in that school was the past year. Uh, it was Archmere Academy that we chose, and the decision by the students is to award this to Mr. John Jordan. Hey. Who is on our line? Good morning, John. Good morning, gentlemen. Or should we call you Mr. Jordan because you are no, the principal? John, no, no. John is John is best. John is best. Okay, yes. so John, I, I'm trying to remember. In all the years that we've done this, I don't know that a principal has ever gotten this award before. Steve, do you remember? I, I don't. Do I know? Do you actively still teach English as principal? I do. I teach one class each semester. I just finished my creative writing class with 14 seniors on Zoom, nonetheless. Right, right. Well, how long have you been principal? Eight years. Okay. And was that was that eventually, was that what you wanted to do? Is that what teachers want? Do they eventually want to become a principal? <laughs> uh, that's a good question. It wasn't my grand scheme. I've been teaching 29 years and coaching and uh you know, I've been at this school a long time, so just sort of rose up through the ranks and eventually drifted into administration with okay. admissions and now principal. But no, I don't think that was the grand plan. No. Okay. Well, with with the strangeness of this year and the way things have been for people to adapt and, and uh, make sure that the learning and teaching all continues and trying to figure out uh, finals and graduations and how do we handle that stuff, was most of that squarely on your shoulders, or do you have a board that helped you make those decisions? We we do that pretty collaboratively. Um, so, you know, I would say the school structure is not top-down, but uh, we did it uh, largely with a group I call my huddle, which is a group of department chairs who we talk about academics and social things and whatnot. So, yeah, it was it was a group kind of effort, and uh, we're still working on graduation. We had a drive-through where the seniors came through on Sunday, but uh, we're looking for a later June graduation where we can get them physically on campus. That would be cool. Excellent. How many how many students in the body? Uh, in the school, in the 506, school. and 114 seniors will be graduating here in the next couple of weeks. Okay, 114, that's doable, I think. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Uh, you seem like a pretty cool guy. We were just looking at a picture of you with a T-shirt that says, straight out of Delco, <laughs> oh, like the straight out of Compton shirt. Where are you from? I grew up in Aston and Boothwin, Pennsylvania, but I live in Wilmington, Delaware now. So I was from Delco and proud, proud, proud. Uh, Proud, proud person still, Delco. <laughs> okay, yeah, you, had, you carried over to the tax-free state. Uh, That's correct. That's correct. <laughs> and, and you went to Penn as well? I did. I went to the University of Pennsylvania and graduated uh, in 80, 85, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Studied education or? Uh... Oh, no, I studied English. And, uh, and then kind of drifted into teaching. I always think it always reminds me, Preston, of the scenario of, like, Captain Kirk, who always sort, sort of turns down the commissions because he still wants to be a starship captain. Yeah, and, yeah. And so he doesn't want to be, you know, the, you know the, the upper brass, as they say. But at some point, if you know, you're, mm-hmm. you're getting to teach as well as be a principal. So that's cool. <laughs> what is your favorite piece of classic literature? I like the Raymond Carver stories. I don't know if you know, American uh, uh, short story writer. It's tremendous. Uh, um, have they made any movies out of them? 
They made a Robert Alton made a movie called Shortcuts, which they put together a bunch of vignettes about it. Very but, good uh, movie, yeah. yeah. yeah and he ep- he also wrote some of the episodes of Alf Case. That's yeah. my, where you might no, be. No, but Shortcuts was filmed here in Philadelphia, was it not? Uh, in different places, but I think maybe Philly. Yeah, yeah. Hey, John, I have to ask as as a disciplinarian. Uh, sometimes <laughs> you got to bring the hammer down. Yeah. Uh, and and sometimes I would imagine. It's a little silly, too, at times, even though there are some really serious things you have to handle. Is there anything that stands out in your mind? Because I know we've heard some uh, uh, some creative uh, punishments that have had to been created for students who maybe did something that wasn't quite so bad but needed to be held to task. <laughs> well, I'm reaching back into history. This has been a while, but we used to have Saturday morning detail, work detail. So, you know, you, you would punish the kids by having them come in Saturday and, uh, you know, cut grass or move bleachers, you know. It's uh, sort of like a so. more active <laughs> breakfast club. Mm-hmm. Very. Very exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly, wow. exactly. Now, that's old school. You don't do that anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, John, we have, it's just a little memento, and it's from the students, so I imagine it means quite a bit. We're going to give you the coolest teacher of the year coffee Ooh. mug from the President and Steve Show. Gentlemen, I, I'm grateful. Very proud. <laughs> Excellent. Well, they, they, the students uh, love you, so we're proud of you as well. So thanks so much, John, and, and we hope you have a good summer, okay? You too now. I'm grateful. Thanks, right. John. John Jordan, guys, principal of Archmere Academy. I would imagine it's fairly rare when a principal gets that distinction of the coolest teacher in the entire right uh, in the entire school. It was to me the one that was always feared was the assistant principal. He was always he or she was always the, the disciplinarian in charge yeah. of. Yeah, you know what? It was that yeah. way at my school. Yeah, the assistant, um, Mister Larson, Doctor Larson. Yes, Mister Goebbels was, was at my school. D bag. Mr. Curtis. Uh All right. Anyhow, uh, so listen, next school is uh, St. Augustine Prep. The Prep, I heard they call it, Case. Yeah. Which I guess happened to a bunch of prep schools end up being called the Prep. Go Hermits. Uh, Richland, New Jersey. That Richland, New Jersey. That's their yeah. the Hermits? Yeah. The little itty-bitty people that live uh, <laughs> uh, off by themselves and, oh, uh, okay. Are they, are they tiny by nature? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Well, is, is a hermit? Is a, a hermit, hermit is just, just is somebody who lives inside. alone. Oh, yeah, yes, inside. Right. Okay, I'm thinking of a troll. Why am I thinking of small? Go <laughs> trolls. I don't know. Anyhow, <laughs> go trolls. Go diminutive hobos. Right. All right. Anyhow, so uh, let's talk to somebody else. Uh, Nick has a special guest, and that special guest is a birthday boy. He stayed in his house last night because his house lost power. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tom McElwain. Oh! Is sitting oh at the microphone. Mr. McElwain, good morning. Thank you, Preston. Good to see you. Oh, sure. I don't know what you're thanking me for. I just said good morning. <laughs> well, you it's said okay. happy birthday. Oh, I did. Oh, yes, I did, did say happy birthday. Look, happy at birthday. Look at me. Look at me. How was uh, how was sleeping in uh, in Nick's house last night? Well, pretty good. The uh, cat came in at one point, but <laughs> yeah, well, it's not a big deal. D- it didn't scare you. Do you have no. any Do you have any pets at your uh, your abode? Not anymore. Okay, they killed, killed them. them all. <laughs> yeah. Are you a, you're, are you a cat guy at all or no? I used to be. Okay. Until you killed the... Hey, where'd you park at Nick's house? In the driveway next oh. to his outback. Okay. Well, that sounds interesting. <laughs> uh, so, so the CPAP working well and everything was good? That was good. All right. All right. Is is the missus there with you as no. well? No, she suffered a, in Valley Forge. Oh, she suffered in Valley... I thought you were going to say she suffered a stroke or something <laughs> like that. No. I'm like, wow, that's... Uh... No, sleeping without power can be difficult, though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, because you have you use a CPAP machine. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. That makes total How sense. How long did it take for you to get used to the CPAP? Because I have a machine that I, I just cannot get used to. Yeah. I, I rip it off my face and so I've just I've just abandoned using it. I don't think you should abandon it. I think you should try to find another mask. 
Do you have one? Do you have one of the really small ones? Because they have one that, that are currently you see the commercials for them that are apparently a, a third or a half the size of the original CPAP. No, well, the one I have is half the size of the original one. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I tried using. I, I tried using it as well, and and it would. Uh, it was doing its job, and I could fall asleep, but at some point during the middle of the night... Case, could you fall asleep? Uh, yeah. I could fall asleep, but at some point during the middle of the night, I would wake up, and it was just breathing air straight yeah. out yeah. through my nose and my mouth, and I'm like, I yeah, can't You'd rather sleep not anymore. have it, but... Yeah. 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 The statistics are pretty impressive. The people that need them who don't have them, half of them have a heart attack or a stroke. Sure. Oh, yeah, okay, well, absolutely. that's uh, that's good uh, reason to check into one. Yeah. Uh, Mr. McWayne, is Nick charging you? Uh, Not uh, yet. For the night? Not yet? No? <laughs> okay. But I haven't eaten anything either. <laughs> <laughs> well, check out the meal plans he's arranged for you, because I think you might find one that's to your liking. Wait, no breakfast in bed on your birthday? No. Oh. no the cat came in, but that was all. <laughs> <laughs> Damn cat. cat. Freaking cat. Are you going to do anything special for your birthday today? Well, I think I'm going to reach out to Aaron Nola, whose birthday it also is. He's a little more productive than I am these days. <laughs> oh. but, um, I wish him a happy birthday. Uh, reach out on social media? or yeah, sure. Okay. All right. Just, are you, just are call you, him and have the call refused. Are you, are you <laughs> active on social media? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He'll use Nick's account. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, fair enough. All right. Well, Mr. McWayne, this has been stimulating. Thank you so much for coming Glad on. to help. You know, at this stage, when you have your birthday, you think... I'm still crazy and old before my time. Yeah. Yes. Every every, it's a, every birthday's a win. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Above the grass. Exactly. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, happy birthday, sir. Thank you. All right. Take care. Have a nice day. Happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's going he's gonna to have a nice day. As you can Cha-cha. imagine. Yes. Cha-cha-cha. <laughs> uh, all right. What was I going to do? I don't even know what I was going to do. I was so excited to talk to Mr. McWayne. I, uh, yeah, have you, you met know, everybody's... What's that? Well, yeah, we've met everybody. Oh, uh, everybody's uh, parents? Yeah. Yeah. Casey, your 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 yeah. dad passed away a while ago. My mom, you never met my mom. Yeah, but you guys all met my dad before, yeah, yeah, right? But, no? Absolutely, great but, guy. But if we had them all on the show at one time or another, I think we must have. Yes, I know we've had Kathy's mom on. Your dad's been on too. Has he? Uh, both my mom and dad have been on the show. I want to yeah. say he has. Yeah, yeah I guess something. My uh, dad has actually been in the studio on the yeah. show. Nick, that's the first time we've ever had your dad on, I think. I think so, yeah. My mom's come to camp out a few years, um, but really, it makes me happy. Thank you guys for having him on, by the way, and, and uh, happy birthday, Dad. I love you. But, uh, Steve, when, when you make my dad laugh, it really <laughs> makes me happy, you know? And it's just, it's it's such a cool thing to see oh, um, cool. how how uh, impactful our show and my job can be on my dad. And, uh, you know, I don't know if he'll ever wake up in my house on his birthday again, <laughs> you know, so to have that happen, uh, well, maybe uh, it, it sucks that he had to come cat. over, but I'm, yeah. I'm glad he was here. People yeah. were texting him. We should have asked him about Tony Danza. I completely forgot about Oh, Dad, about that. you want to talk about Tony Danza at all? No, he no, says he doesn't no, want to talk no, about Tony Danza. No, I got you. It's too painful of a memory. <laughs> yeah. him Why me. would you bring up Tony Danza on my birthday? Mm-hmm. I have no son. Mm. Uh, I saw this pretty neat thing uh, that... Uh, NASA has done and SpaceX. Of course, you know we just had the uh, uh, the launch uh, last week. Or was it earlier this week? No, it was, it was over the weekend. Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Okay. It was. They they had attempted it on Thursday the prior week. So they did a uh, they they had a culmination of this thing. I thought was pretty neat. The SpaceX uh, astronauts declared victory Monday as a cosmic capture the flag game ended. Uh, this they quickly claimed the prize left behind at the International Space Station nearly a decade ago by the last crew to launch from the U.S. Um, so it was something that they left there, and 
it was going to be it was SpaceX against Boeing to see who could get there first and get the flag. Aha! Uh-huh. So was, I thought that was pretty. That neat. is cool. And a lot of people are wondering, you know, why the big thing was made about it. For, for when astronauts that have been going up in, in the past couple of years have been hitching uh, rides on um, Russian. Uh, craft. So uh, this was a cool thing. Yeah, they they uh, they take off from uh, Kazakhstan, uh, Star and... City. I think it is it called Star City. The, no, uh, well, where, where the I original don't think so anymore. Off? It might be the way Steve that uh, that it used to be Cape Kennedy and now Cape Canaveral, right. they, and they have two different sections. So, and Cape May. I'm, I'm not sure. Well, it's all the way to Cape May, <laughs> uh, but I'm not sure about uh, Star City. But anyhow, they they do that because of the. Um, uh, the latitude yeah, uh, on yeah. the Earth, where it is near the equator. Um, on the way to Cape <laughs> So anyway, uh, five, four, three, two, one. Whipped off. Uh, so uh, Doug Hurley said, "Congratulations, SpaceX! You got the flag." He uh, showed off the small U.S. flag during a news conference. Uh, and again, in a link up with SpaceX headquarters in Hawthorne, California, uh, he said, you can bet that we're going to take this with us uh, when we depart back to Earth. That was alongside his uh, crewmate, excuse me, his crewmate, uh, Bob Menken. I don't, I don't think they're actually in space. If you look at this picture, they're all wearing belts. Yeah, why what's that even, all about? Why, we why need belts. Space. <laughs> hey, I spent, it's funny you brought that up. Uh, yesterday, uh, just for fun, I was I was looking for some uh, some time killer stuff, and I was going through a, a, one of my favorite uh, YouTube uh, channels is called Vintage Space, and it's about uh, the origins of the space uh, program. Um, but I was in that mode, and I'm like, you know what? I never really have explored the um, the International Space Station. So first, I found this animation about how it was built. It was ten minutes long, very detailed. It took about- him ten minutes to build the space no, no, station. No, 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 no. The animation is <laughs> oh, ten minutes, but it goes through very detailed uh, every single component when it was brought up, how it was put together. Uh, and it's done very concisely, so you, you can consume it very well. But you can't believe how many pieces there are to this thing. And I'm like, well, let, you know what? I've, let me go a step further and see if there's any really good interior tours of the International right. Space Station. And there are. There's there, a ton of them. While they're, uh, the, the astronauts are there, on occasion they will uh, they will film like a tour of it. And... And while I'm watching this, while I'm watching this, uh, and I didn't catch her name, female astronaut, uh, going through all of the uh, the space station, the whole time I was watching it, Casey, I'm like, who are the morons out there yeah. that believe that this is fake? <laughs> I'm sitting here watching this thing. It is incredible. The engineering, the science, and all this stuff that takes place. And part of me is thinking, there are idiots out there that think that this Why is fake. Why are you letting it ruin yeah. your viewing of this? Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't let it ruin. No. I, I, I thought it was funny, and and I I just was, was thinking about it, but they... She goes into this area they call the uh, the cupola, uh, which is... The Francis Ford cupola. Nope. It's uh, where you can see all the way around oh. and all the way down oh, yeah. to the earth. It's beautiful. They it's... just added that a few years ago. Yeah. Literally, they put an addition on the space station. Oh, they're, they're always... They're putting additions on constantly uh, to that. In fact, it took them, you know, a long time to assemble it, and so they send it up piece by piece, and it's really incredible. Was it Nicole Stott who did it? She uh, Who did the tour? Because we had her in studio before. Uh, you know what, Case? I don't know. She didn't look familiar to okay. me. Uh, but it was so impressive to watch, and I, I urge if you uh, if you have any interest in that type of thing Casey, to go check that out. You you had leads a few times about trying to chat with somebody who was on the space station. Did that ever pan out? No. no you were working did. it so hard because yeah. it, it is absolutely conceivable. It can be done. It has been done. 
Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, maybe they heard about us bringing the horse up here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where did we discover uh, a couple of weeks ago the farthest point from where we are right now on Earth? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. In, it's in Australia. Uh, yes. Um, what you, about want, it? you want to no. talk to someone? Who's talk to there? somebody there. Talk to yeah. <laughs> oh, Seriously, okay. Anybody? Okay. You are literally the farthest away from us right now. Well, okay. And then space. And then space is after that. <laughs> uh, Man, that's how bad the the, 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 the available guests are with all this stuff. We're, we're actually we're, the farthest point in Australia. Though oh somebody actively in space would be a wonderful thing. Yep. We we hope, unless they're a dud. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's pretty impressive. It, and it's not pretty impressive. It's unbelievably impressive. It's, it's okay. Uh, if you, <laughs> if you take a look, you, you'll you'll see how cool it is. Have any of the flat earthers said anything about the launch on Saturday? I'm sure I they don't did. know. I'm, I'm sure they know. have. Yeah, I'm sure they, they they live for stuff like that. Absolutely. But watching watching them go around in zero g like that, I'm so envious. It would be amazing to experience that. And she was demonstrating how. You know, up and down, there's no concept of that here. No, there, yes. you, you have no sensation of that. Because she was pointing to, to the top bar, and she's like, you can call it a ceiling if you want to, but watch this. And then she flips upside down. She's like, it's the floor for me now. So uh, they have, you know, signs and, and things all over the place to explain where stuff is. Because obviously you can get somewhat confused as to where you are. because And, and they no never up- say what's up. Yeah, there because because there's there's literally no that's that's a that's a that's a concept. Although they're doing a study on Updog while they're there, <laughs> they are. Yeah, okay. What's yeah. Updog? <laughs> Not much. Bro. What's up here? Uh, scientists at NASA, by the way, have reportedly uncovered evidence of a bizarre parallel universe. Ooh. I knew it. Where I the knew rules it. of physics and time appear to be operating in reverse. Yeah. Researchers conducting an experiment in a. In Antarctica, discovered particles uh, from a universe. Uh, <laughs> no, get, the grandma. Somebody wanted to hear oh, that. Oh, backwards. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, born during the same Big Bang that created uh, the one that we live in. Somebody wanted. No, to be- man. <laughs> Wait a minute. Play that forward again. Hi, Grandma. Mom, So that yeah. it, we have certifiable proof of that alternate universe. Yes. That is running backwards. <laughs> can you play that slow, too? Yeah. Or, uh, a slow one backwards? Yeah, yeah no, I can tell you. Well, totally. not backwards, but oh. I wanted to hear it. Oh, man. This is from the alternate universe. So, in that alternate universe, there's like six or seven scientists sitting around with headsets on, like furrowed brows, listening, trying to decipher the message. Yeah, yeah. Here's not yet, Grandma. Uh, and that's been the concept of the alternate universe has been part of science fiction forever. There's so, a there's a movie called uh, Journey to the Far Side of the Sun, which is which is that where. Um, Again, looking in the mirror, you know, the everything is reversed. Not the language, obviously, or whatever, mm-hmm. but but it is a mirror, literally a mirror image of our universe. So here's how they here's how they figured this out. <clears throat> a NASA team was using a giant yeah, balloon, somebody, a giant balloon 
uh, to carry electronic antennas into the sky above the frozen waste of Antarctica. Uh, when they encountered a wind of particles from outer space that were, what they said, a million times more powerful than anything they had ever seen before. Low-energy particles had the ability to pass through Earth without any interaction, but higher-energy particles are stopped by the solid matter of Earth. Uh, The report had stated high-energy particles are only detected if they are coming down from Earth, but NASA's Antarctic Impulsive Transient Antenna detected the particles traveling up. The findings suggest that the particles were traveling backward in time from a parallel universe. I mean, come on. According to the experiment's lead investigator, Pete Gorham, uh, he said in an interview. Did Gorham tell you that? Yeah. (laughs) Otherwise, the particles would have had to change form before passing through Earth and back again, something that Gorham described as an impossible event. (laughs) My brain hurts a little bit. Uh, Gorham explained that the Big Bang, which happened nearly 14 billion years ago, likely resulted in the formation of two universes. Two? In the fingernail of a giant being. No, uh, in the one that the people of Earth live in and another where everything operates in reverse. Oh, my God. I mean... Could you imagine... Yeah, but it still it, it blows my mind. As, as, as you can imagine, there's yeah. uh, again fascinating, uh, mind blowing. Um, yeah. You know, I think we're going to need some more tangible evidence, um, like a one way sign pointing the other way. Right. Okay. Preston did a um, he did a, a Facebook Live drum video last week, and I think you might have been in a parallel universe because it looked like you were playing. You were a left handed drummer in the video. Did you see that? I did not see that, but yeah, you know what? A lot of uh, a lot of these videos are they're flipped. Yeah, uh, a lot of uh, um, FaceTimes and, and not FaceTime, <laughs> but um, I know when I do when when I do Facebook live chats, it's reversed, and I'll try to move the camera or, or move the the laptop around to get a picture of something behind me or move in and out, and it doesn't react the way you normally uh, would. Where, where if you're like taking a selfie or a video of yourself or something, or holding a phone up and doing a FaceTime or something. Like huh. That. So is that alternate Preston Notserp or what? What would not you know? Yeah, very good. <laughs> that's that's my first name backwards, Notserp. Notserp. I don't know. If I you, am Notserp. I don't think you would pronounce it that way backwards, though. No. Um, well, let's try. You want to try it? Mm-hmm. Go have for Have we it. done our names backwards before? We have not, but the truth of the matter is that we've just discovered the uh, the existence of a, a second reverse universe. I think if there's ever been a time to explore what our names will be when we meet our reverse counterparts, it's yeah. now. Okay, should we record me saying it? Yep. All right, here we go. Preston. Oh. Yeah, I stop it. Know. And then we'll have to... Yep. All right, here we go. All right, then we'll have to... Okay. Hey, hey, let me do it. Here we go. All right. Nutsurp. Nutsurp. Not it is kind of Nutsurp, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Play, play it again. Preston. Nutsurp. Nutsurp. It's Nutsack. 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 <laughs> let me say Nutsack back. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Nutsack. All right. And let's see if that comes out as, uh, Preston. as or Preston. It won't be Preston because there's no P. Yeah, but it might. Sometimes yeah. they they the sounds are different when they're backwards. So here we go. Okay, Preston. Yeah, kinda. Kinda. Yeah. Hey guys, <laughs> I'm Nutsack backwards. <laughs> On our planet, you are known as Nutsack. <laughs> the, the emissary, the emissary, the ambassador from Reverse Earth. 
on our planet, you are known as Nutsack. Welcome, <laughs> <laughs> Nutsack. So Jackie Bamam is. We have right found there. him. We have found Nutsack, as foretold in the Great Book. <laughs> we should That's have done this. Sack. Now people are going to call you Nutsack, Elliot. <laughs> I'm not going to call you. I would never. I would never call you Nutsack Elliot. Nutsack, go forth and tell everyone. Uh, throw it on the pile. Go ahead. You're only a legend. Uh, play it again. Nutsack. Oh my Nuts god. Nun. My Nuts name sec. is Lalani. I've always dreamed of you. Nuts it's like, like a bikini. Yeah. You were in my dreams, Nutsack. Oh god. <laughs> Well, you're very lovely. I often, since I was a little girl, Nutsack, I spoke your name to the gods, never believing I would one day meet you. Mom, father, it's Nutsack. It's an honor. He came from an alternate universe, a reverse universe, bringing his message of love. Everyone, it is Nutsack. <laughs> Nutsack, from Touchstone Pictures. Uh, On my planet, I'm known as Preston, which I prefer. (laughs) (laughs) Would then that mean the word Preston means nutsack on their their That's your Preston. Planet, right? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. exactly. Look, if they're going to make a movie, I want Michael Giacchino to do the music. Okay, if we're going to do it, let's do it in style. Nutsack, the movie. The film. Oh, my God, I wonder if we took... That's your nutsack and played it backwards. Of my mom? Nutsack, yeah. colon, a wrinkle in nuts. <laughs> <laughs> a wrinkle in nuts. <laughs> a wrinkle in sack. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Woo! I don't know where to go now. No, we just took a journey around the universe. Yep, to the nutsack. <laughs> Uh, so, yep. Yeah. All right. Um, let me see. I did see another interesting story, and we did mention Facebook. Casey had said when we were talking about the uh, uh, doing the Facebook Lives and so on. Uh, if you're in your 30s, uh, there's a chance you've been using Facebook for about half your life, and it's likely that you posted some embarrassing stuff on the social network when you were a teenager. And now Facebook has introduced an easy way to get rid of those bad old posts you may have. The feature is called Manage Activity. And will allow you to Manage Activity. <laughs> will allow you to curate your Facebook presence to more accurately reflect who you are today. What? Uh users take them down? I guess users will be able to to find and manage posts in bulk uh, with filters that let them find posts from certain date ranges. Or that mention certain people. I don't know. I haven't been on Facebook in so long. And the idea, I, how far back can you go in your own history? I have oh, no idea. The whole way back? Yeah, if you want so, to. So this must make it an easier way to do that? I, you'd have to know exactly what you were looking for. I yeah, because you're talking about, I'm sorry, Steve. No. So you're t- if you're talking about like 15 some odd years, yeah, you'd have to, rather than scroll, 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 if you're a regular Facebook user, this is a way to search in and well, find so certain I, things. I, I went back to because i wanted to the option now of of uh you know everyone got their rigs to to go live on these things and instagram live and so on and so forth i said okay facebook live is an option as well so i i went back on an account and got uh i reactivated whatever i did the process i within um the three weeks i was so frustrated with it and just Every reason why I didn't want to be on Facebook in the first place came mm-hmm. back to me, and I haven't I haven't visited it since because yeah. it's just one of those things. It it just uh, social media in general in just 
over the past couple of years has become such an acrimonious wasteland. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I conduct my little thing on Twitter now and then and occasionally on Instagram. But Facebook for me is just the absolute most annoying place to hang out. So, Press, you don't have to you don't have to scroll, 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 scroll. You can actually go and and look at your timeline, and you can actually just go to the year that you're looking for. Oh, you and, can? and yeah, and you can also um, you because I I do this sometimes when I'm looking for old pictures of the babies and stuff like that. Um, I'll go to the year, and then you can also. Specifically, I want to look at either uploads or or pictures or posts or whatever. So you don't you you can sort of pinpoint exactly what you're looking for without actually having to scroll through 15 years of time. Look here, here's the picture when Nutsack first came to our planet. <laughs> Nutsack. Casey, do, do you know how to do that on Twitter? Because you mentioned um, the uh, antipode, which is what we were talking about—the furthest place on the planet away from Philadelphia, right? Right. And I had tweeted about that, so I, I was looking for it. But all I could figure out how to do was just scroll down and look for the approximate date. But you can search on Twitter, too, for your own stuff or for other people's stuff. How do stuff? you contextually Marissa search can... a word like that on, on Twitter? Marissa's, I don't know. Marissa's got her hand up. She can oh, let you know. I'm sorry. Uh, Marissa. A lot of this stuff is, is more accessible or only accessible on desktop sites. Um, so just so you know that about Facebook. And with Twitter, uh, you can actually – there's there's two things. If you are looking for a specific – like thing that you had tweeted out. Nick, this in particular, you know you tweeted it and you included the word Australia. You can put your handle and the word Australia in the search bar and all of the tweets that mention those two things will pop up. But there also is, uh, if you go to search, there's a button that says advanced search and you can click that and you can actually um, zero in on a specific timeline and you can see all the tweets that you put out between March uh 2014 and April in 2014. Okay. Like that. It, right. it gets really specific. That, okay. uh, just a reminder that anything you put out there is not completely <laughs> hidden. Hey, here's a question. And, and, and you don't own it, by the way, lest we remind right, people. Right. Anything you post online, you do not own. Uh, here is a question. Somebody says, says, I suffer from Facebook addiction, and it's a double-edged sword because I supplement my income on Facebook Marketplace do you guys have any ideas on how I could do the marketplace without an account? Wow, that's a good question. I, I don't know how it. you would do well, that. Well, yeah, you just do it's eBay. Facebook Marketplace. Um, what's that, Kath? It's called Facebook Yeah, Facebook marketplace. marketplace. I mean, you can not look at your timeline, maybe, right? Uh, another, <laughs> Craigslist or eBay. Yeah. I mean, you could turn, Bay. you could turn your <laughs> own page kind of into a burner account and just erase everything, erase all your friends, so you're not seeing anything. Yeah. But it probably oh. is going to hurt the algorithm of your own uh, as a seller because people click on your profile to kind of like scope you out to see if they want to buy something from you. Right. So, so you have to be aware of that. To your knowledge, Marissa, of of people whose whose revenue is is through online sales and things of that nature. It, uh, which of these, the Facebook Marketplace or uh, Etsy or eBay, which which moves the most product for the most people? Do you know? I, I think I think it's a game. I know some people who make a lot of money on eBay, but like you have to be on top of it and you right. have to know like the keywords and and you're making like a little bit of money here and there, so you need a lot of time to dedicate. It has to be to your career. It, it yeah. has to be you know all in. I don't want to commit. It also to that, depends on what yeah. you're. 
what you're selling on eBay too. You know, like yeah. because you get ratings on eBay. So if you have good ratings, you can do really well on eBay. Mm-hmm. And if you have some higher priced items w- along with that high rating, you you make a lot of money. If you become a, a, a vendor on uh, Amazon, Kathy, so I, I just I just ordered and, and got from a from a, a guy who was. I do like the extra step of Amazon having vetted a third-party seller. Yeah. And uh, because they're they're backing it up and the ramifications of someone being sort of a turd when it comes to, you know, not fulfilling an order, uh, to to be banished from uh, uh, Amazon would be cataclysmic. So, uh, but I, I wonder how... What they what those what the deal is with Amazon? With that third, yeah, yeah, with the third party. The, I don't know, but you know what? I gave a third party um, a bad review once, or actually, I didn't give them a bad review. I, I contacted them and I asked them about a product. I had purchased a name name brand product, and I said um, these don't look authentic to me. And they fired back so quick, and they said we would never sell anything that's not authentic. If there's a problem with it, or you see an issue, contact us. We'll we'll take care of it. But what's in your hands is authentic. Like they went, it was a very long email and I think it was because if had I put a review up on Amazon that would have significantly hurt them. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh there's somebody texting in <clears throat> some other options are uh eBay, Mercado, Letgo, Poshmark, and Etsy. I've and been using right. Letgo recently and Let I go? love it. Yeah, it's it's an app that you can install really easily on your phone, Steve, and uh, if you want to get rid of stuff for free, you can. If you want to make a couple bucks for something you think might have some value, you can, but I, I've been using it to get rid of stuff in the house, and so it's been really easy, how, and um, how it's a good is, app. Do you, do you have to mail it out? Uh, I've met people. You can okay. you can do curbside. You know there there are a whole bunch of different options, and you know, but you can correspond with people. And like most of these uh, services or apps, they uh, the good people, the people that have used it before, you can review them. All right, all right, interesting. And Steve, you know what? Etsy's uh, is good for um, if if you have like a handmade product. It's not necessarily reselling stuff that you already have, but it's like smaller businesses. Oh, like crap. A lot of them will start on <laughs> what on Apple? Is it Apple? Did you say? No, like crap. Uh, 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 no, no, I, no, no, not crap. No, but not no, crap. Like a lot of um, no, I know. Like, Etsy is like is, a lot is, of personalized items right. and things like that. It's a lot of small businesses will first start on Etsy before they can do uh, you know like an online shop for themselves. Yeah, I know that's for a fact because there there's are, are certain things that you say, oh, I, I, I like that, or I wonder if they make this kind of table, or so on and so forth, and uh, you, you'll exhaust other sites, but you will find somebody, you you usually find somebody in the ballpark of what you're looking for on Etsy on, on that level. So that is cool. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. There's more unique stuff on Etsy. Yeah, and just go promote yourself. Like, talk about your products on Twitter and all this stuff. At the very beginning of this, like, quarantine, I was looking for a fun little gift to send out to friends, just kind of, like, thinking of you, haven't seen you in a month, yeah. and I couldn't find anything. Um, and I would literally, like, search keywords where I thought, like, all right, if a business is promoting what they're doing of this sort, these would be the keywords they would use. And it's crazy how many people aren't out there promoting themselves. So just flood the internet. There you go. All right, uh, we need to take a break, I've been told. So we're going to do that very thing. We'll come back in a second. Uh, We'll get to the Bizarre File return. Some good stories to share, so make sure that you stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Green Day. The Glorious Sons. Come a little closer to the sky. Robot. New music, more of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR.
Uh, real quick, I want to touch on this, and it's a terribly sad note, but Kathy had a story earlier this morning. The storms came through yesterday, knocked down trees. A few people lost their lives. You'd mentioned a golf pro uh, from Philmont Country Club. His name was Justin Regal. And, you know, I said, well, maybe we've met him before. It turns out I knew Justin. Oh. I didn't put two and two together mm-hmm. until Matt O'Donnell uh, reached out to me this morning. He used to be the pro at French Creek Out, or not French Creek Outfitters, but at French Creek Country Club. And uh, he had invited Matt and I to play around a golf there one day. He was a super nice guy, well-loved in the golf community, um, and uh, huge Preston and Steve show fan as well. I, you, I think you'd mentioned him yeah, a few times. He did, actually, he, did he ever teach you some stuff? Or, no, or, he didn't yeah. teach me, but he, he reached out um, shortly after the... Um, pandemic was breaking out and was interested in putting together an event and oh my gosh uh yeah so i didn't i didn't realize it was the same his guy. wife is due to give birth later this month it's terribly tragic so i just wanted to offer our condolences to the family and uh and you know i'm sure the entire golf community everybody knew him as hurting so just a tragic tragic oh accident. my god and something you don't think about a tree falling and you know, in, in that line of work, you never expect something like that. And then he was a really super nice guy. So I just wanted to pass that along. Yeah, we were actually all supposed to golf there on uh, Monday. Uh, yeah, for the uh, the Cora golf Cora outing. Thing, yeah. But clearly, uh, you know, things have changed for that. Well, so that had moved, actually, uh, to Philadelphia Cricket Club. But Oh, um, yeah, you're right. I, I know your point, oh. case, yeah. You're right. I forgot about that. So sad news. I'm sorry, but I wanted to acknowledge that because no, I knew he was, a, he was a big fan of our show. Huge, huge fan of our show. Um, all right, so we need to do the bizarre file, and we're going to do that now. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's bizarre. bizarre file. All right, it is uh, brought to you by Cinch, a propane tank home delivery service that brings propane right to your doorstep. And you can visit cinch.com and use my promo code Preston. Uh, to get $10 off your first tank exchange. Just press it, not, not nuts <laughs> All right, so police in Eaton County, Michigan, responded to a crash last week. They arrived to the scene to find the occupant of the vehicle allegedly trying to hide a puppy in his pants. <laughs> Hiding a puppy in your pants? Yes, and I don't know why. Was Anim- it a cocker spaniel? Uh, it may have been. <laughs> a- <laughs> animal control <laughs> staff uh, quickly recognized the German Shepherd <laughs> as one that was reported stolen in nearby Ingham County. Uh, the puppy was returned to its owner and mother. A Facebook post says that Eaton officials are working with uh, the county and assisting with their criminal case. So I don't know why he had a puppy in his pants. Or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> uh, kids can come out with some gems from time to time. This is no exception. In a Reddit post, a father recently explained how his kid managed to embarrass him, all due to uh, using an incorrect term for his underwear. So he writes, so I have a pair of underwear that has Valentine's Day theme. My son, being three, does not consider this particular undergarment to be especially masculine. I mean, hey, we all have our taste, but I'd really prefer if he wouldn't run outside and scream at my daughter for the whole neighborhood to hear, Come look, Daddy's wearing girls' undies again. (laughs) Uh, The Post inspired other parents to share mortifying tales of their kids saying the wrong thing at the wrong time, but his just involved women's underwear. Police were dispatched to an apartment regarding loud noise and a barking dog. An arriving officer was instantly met by a drunk and loud tenant who was soon joined by her barking dog. The officer was unable to have a conversation with the woman due to her yelling. Uh, She told the officer, just go home. 
How could it be me, she said. <laughs> the officer advised the woman about the call. She was told to keep the noise down. And while the officer was leaving, he was greeted by the caller who said that this was an ongoing issue. At that point, the woman emerged yelling and swearing. The officer tried to get the woman to return to her apartment. However, when she wouldn't comply, the officer cited her for disorderly conduct. A short time later, the officer was dispatched back to the apartment because the woman was now stomping on the floor and pounding on the walls. Yeah. Uh, The woman wouldn't open her apartment door. She was told if the police returned again, she would receive additional citations. The officer noted uh, that prior to this incident, the police had been called out for two similar disturbance calls over the last month regarding the same resident. So I guess she felt she was just stomping and pounding. That's not yelling, but she's an idiot. (laughs) Haywood County deputies are investigating after two law enforcement vehicles ended up in Lake Junaluska. Uh, Deputies said a security officer responded to a domestic call at a boat ramp Tuesday morning. When the officer arrived, a woman involved with the situation jumped into the security officer's vehicle and then took off. A pursuit followed. You're not supposed to do that. According to the deputies that were on the scene, the uh, the, the driver was very erratic, uh, and it put her and other people's lives in jeopardy. Uh, Jack Ewing witnessed part of the chase. He said the deputy intentionally pushed the suspect into the water and away from an area frequented by pedestrians, like r- rammed the car into the water. That's wild. And then his patrol car ended up in the water as well. The suspect was taken into custody after trying to run away on foot. But the uh, <laughs> the sheriff uh, had said that, you know, the guy did the right thing, even though he ended up with the sher- the car in the water. Where was this again? Oh, I don't know. Lake Jalahala. 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 I'm going to throw it away. Uh, Lake Junaluska in North Carolina. All right. In Haywood County. All right. Uh, Pralad Jani, an Indian yogi who claimed that he could survive without food or water. Died at the age of 90 on Tuesday. Uh, Apparently he was wrong. No, actually, he was right. That's not what he died from. So uh, Johnny had said in 2003, now follow along the story here, that he had the elixir of life from the hole in my palate, he said. It's like the fruits of life. Which enables me to go without food and water. He believed that he was blessed by a goddess as a child, which enabled him to survive without basic necessities. Medical professionals have said that it is impossible to survive for a very long time with no food and water without significant organ damage. But Johnny had a following of believers and attracted the attention of the medical community in 2010 when a team of doctors studied him at a hospital in northwest India. Johnny was observed by a team of professionals who ran tests on his brain, organs, and blood vessels. Johnny! He was also reportedly watched on closed-circuit cameras to see if he would eat or drink at any time. The medical professionals reported that he did not use the restroom, eat or drink any fluids during his two-week observation with the team. That's pretty amazing. Uh, they said we. He'd sti- have no trouble watching Endgame. They said we still uh, do not know how he survives, according to a neurologist uh, who uh, had seen the results of the experiment. They said it's a mystery what kind of phenomenon this is. The results of the study have reportedly never been released or peer reviewed. Though, so. is it possible that he coated his tongue with a fruit roll up? Oh, and just slowly <laughs> let it dissolve over time, and it looked right. like his actual, <laughs> actual uh, time. That is pretty amazing, right. that amount of time. You, you should have had something going wrong. Yes. And you know what? We'll wrap there. That is all we have in the Bizarre File for you this morning. Uh, something I wanted to something remind else? you of, and I can't remember exactly what it is. Uh, so let's take a break. Maybe, maybe it'll jar the memory when we get back, and we'll have the lesson question, the trash, and the music news. Stay with us. 
Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Steven Singer Jewelers is now offering financing online with interest-free options available for a limited time. Get pre-qualified in seconds. Learn more at IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I'm going to do a lesson question for today, and we're going to give away a $50 Dunkin' gift card. Uh, and let me see what we're going to go with. How about this? So what is my name on a planet in a parallel universe? <laughs> that was just a few minutes ago. Absolutely. Let's see if you know that. 215-263-WMMR. What is my name, Preston, on a planet in a parallel universe? 215-263-WMMR. We're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And it's brought to you by Horizon Services. Your cooling, heating, plumbing needs at horizonservices.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Broadway actor Gerard Canaseco is the latest in a string of actors speaking out about what a nightmare Leah Michelle is to work with. Canaseco says Michelle was such a diva while working on the Broadway production of Spring Awakening that she often ordered him to help her teacup poodle, Fifi, express its anal glands with his mouth. Oh, my God. That is just wrong. Riverdale's Betty uh, actress Lily Reinhardt has come out as bisexual in a statement released on Monday. The news was eagerly greeted by Rosie O'Donnell, who excitedly exclaimed, Dear God, I'm going to shoot. Danielle Brigoli, a.k.a. Bad Baby, has uh, entered a treatment center to receive professional support for some personal issues. Apparently, the 17-year-old rapper hit a creative brick wall when she ran out of creative ways to use the F-word. Okay. (laughs) Let's go to the phone, see if we can get this answer. What's my name on a planet in a parallel universe? 215-263-WMMR. I'll go to Danielle. Danielle, good morning. Danielle... Oh, no, I hit the wrong button. I hit the wrong button. Hang on a second. I meant to go to Danielle. Uh, Danielle, are you there? I am here, yes. All right. Danielle, what's my name? Nutsack. You got it. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on, Danielle. (laughs) We'll get your information. And, uh, yeah, my name backwards is Nutsack, apparently. So, for you, Danielle, we have a $50 Dunkin' gift card. Uh, this Friday, tomorrow, is National Donut Day, and Dunkin' is giving away a free donut with any beverage purchase. And you can use the Dunkin' app for a contactless way to order and pay, and you can pick it up in-store or get it at a drive-thru. Uh, participation may vary and limited time offer, and that's while supplies last. All right, we're going to do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! What the Hers, the official chip of taking your summer to the next level when it comes to snacking this summer. Keep it Philly, Philly, and make it hers. Hers forever good. Uh, Nirvana bassist Chris Novoselic came under fire from fans after praising a speech by Donald Trump on Monday night in which Trump threatened to use military force to quell protests around the country that have followed the killing of George Floyd. After Trump warned that he would, quote, send thousands and thousands of heavily armed soldiers into U.S. cities and then had tear gas fired at peaceful protesters so he could take a photo op with a Bible in front of the church. In front of a church, Novoselic wrote, "Wow, 
I know many of you can't stand him. However, Trump knocked it out of the park with this speech. Most Americans want peace in their communities, and President Trump spoke to this desire. Fans quickly took to took his, to his remarks until he deleted his Twitter account and took his Facebook page private. He said in a later statement to clarify a few things, as an avowed independent, I don't endorse a major party or candidate, and it feels insane to have to say this, but I don't support fascism, and I don't support an authoritarian state. Uh, I believe in a civilized society and that we all have to work toward that. Uh, love and thanks to anyone who cares to read this. Uh, <laughs> so he expressed his personal belief and was excoriated for it. Correct. There's a lot of that going on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Novoselic is a staunch libertarian and voted for Gary Johnson back in the 2016 American election. You uh, said yesterday, Preston, uh, just about tapping the brakes and, and accommodating all takes on things in this time of, of heightened sensitivities. I think that's sage advice. Yes. But you can also have your, you know, a belief that is contrary to other people. You I do ab- with him. So um, absolutely can. Avenged Sevenfold singer M. Shadows has penned an op-ed for Revolver magazine in which he explains why he stands with the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, The movement has taken center stage, of course, and the vocalist wrote in part, I understand that Avenged Sevenfold fan base is made up of very few black Americans, and that is why I feel more compelled than ever to write this to you. Uh, We can be the ones, the rock and metal community, to reach out and show the compassion that I know is in all of us to help raise up our fellow humans. He said, I, for one... Enjoy black American culture. The music, art, films, clothing, sports, food, all of it has made my life better. I have no doubt that we are a better country because of this black American influence. Hell, Chuck Berry was the father of rock and roll. Standing against inequality and uh, systemic uh, racism is the, the very least that we can all do. Addressing the band's past use of provocative lyrics and imagery, such as Confederate flags, Shadows wrote, I'm sure that uh, we will be called out, and rightfully so, by people reading this. No excuses, but everyone grows up at some point, and I feel grateful that we have an audience that has allowed us to evolve with them. Uh, he concluded his essay by saying, I can only hope that the rock and metal community and the white community at large can move forward with an open mind and come together to help out our fellow Americans in this desperate time. Rage Against the Machine uh, singer uh, Zach De La Roca and Queens of the Stone Age frontman Josh Homme made guest appearances on the new album from rap combo Run the Jewels. It's titled RTJ4. Uh, De La Roca contributes the song called Just uh, alongside Pharrell Williams while Homme and Mavis Staples uh, show up from Pulling a Pin. I guess is Mavis Staples from the Staples Singers? Yeah, the Staples... Yeah, right? I think so, because I remember Pop Staples. Anyway, uh, Run the Jewels... I know it's also an office supply store. It is. (laughs) Run the Jewels have a history with De La Roca, who previously uh, appeared on the RTJ2 record uh, with one of the band's first hit songs, Close Your Eyes and Count to F. (laughs) That's that's the name of it. Uh, Run the Jewels moved the digital release of the LP up from Friday to Wednesday, as or that's today, as or no, I'm sorry, no, that was yesterday. yesterday. Uh, and a free download with the uh, duo accepting donations that will go to the National Lawyers Guild Mass Defense Fund. A physical version arrives in September. And one last thing uh, on Tuesday, Don Henley appeared virtually before a Senate Judiciary Subcommittee in an effort to push forward on what he believes are outdated copyright laws uh, for songwriters and performers. Um, he it was reported that uh, the Eagles co founder. 
told the committee that the online services that post musical content are done so at the expense of his brothers and sisters in the creative community and labeling the payment structure as being a relic of a MySpace era and a TikTok world. Huh. Uh, oh, they did it in an interesting way, too, Preston. They had his audio piped in, and they had a, a big mouth Billy Bass oh. uh, there. Uh, <laughs> Mouthing it? Yeah, wow. just so there was something for the senators to to fix on uh, as they spoke. Henley has been in the forefront in lobbying and uh, lobbying the U.S. government in adhering to and strengthening artists' diminishing rights as technology changes and forces musicians to accept a smaller cut of the business uh, financial rewards. He is a founder of the Recording Artists Coalition, a watchdog group created to protect music artists' rights and interests. Neither he nor the Eagles allow any clips of them to be shared on YouTube uh, with fan-shot footage of shows only staying up uh, a day or two or even less before being pulled from the Internet. He's always been business-wise right on top yes, of Yes. I mean, since the beginning... I mean, if yeah. you watch the documentary about the Eagles... Right from the get-go. Yep. And he and and uh, both of them, uh, and uh, Glenn Frank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been, you know, it's their livelihood, so they they, they, they treat it as the business that it is. Yeah, yeah. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in uh, Music News. We have one more break to take. All right, that's Last it. time we're taking a break. That's it. <laughs> then we'll come back in just a moment. Letter of the day for the Word of the Week prize when we return, and we'll check in with Pierre. In the olden days, about five years ago, your only options to keep listening to WMMR when you got home would be to drive your car into your living room or turn on something called a radio. But now, through modern technology, the smart speaker that's secretly collecting data on you... What did you say? ...can also stream WMMR. Just tell Alexa or Google to open MMR, and magically we'll come streaming into your home. Plus, it may help distract your device from becoming self-aware. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. It's Thursday. Which, according to Casey's rule, <laughs> it's the weekend. The moment we're done with work, it's officially the weekend. So, so excited! It's, it's a already weekend yeah. where you elect to work another day. Another right, day. right, yeah. exactly. Can we get one more explanation? Because I forget why. Why is today the weekend? No, it, it's not the weekend. It's already Friday. Okay, we're done because we're done today. with work for the day. The but rest, that holds credence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Although I do have I, most of my work, I actually do in the evening anyway. So I got that coming up later on. Uh, but I still like the sensation. I like the I like the optimism yes. of that. It's like dancing on the ceiling. Yeah. 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 Oh, what a feel. It is like that. <laughs> uh, has anybody noticed that, that when Nick first speaks, it just comes to in the, the right left channel? channel. Yeah. It's in my left uh, okay. left ear. I, I'm always facing your left. Yeah. It's in my right. Uh, let me see. Do you have your earphones on the right? Uh, no. See the little, see the L there? Yeah. Mine comes in. But you know, you're reverse Preston. You're nutsack. Oh, but you know why? You know why? Because your plug-in is on the right-hand side. No, you've got the, the cord over there. Yeah. And it does. That's weird. It says L on your left there, and it's coming in your right. Preston? Yeah. Huh. Welcome to Earth Nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> You're reverse Preston. I, yes, yes, I'm uh, yeah, yeah. I'm still a little yeah. disoriented from the uh, yeah. interdimensional travel. Nutsack is hearing it on his right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's only when I first start speaking at the yeah. beginning of the breaks. Or, okay. Right at the beginning. Preston's right. I noticed it a couple times today, and then it kicks in as if the... Um, uh, the the flow of the sound molecules, uh, as you can imagine. <laughs> we have them. You almost sound like Pierre there. The the, the molecules. Yeah, of the, the spatial. <laughs> yeah. As you can imagine. Uh, 
So anyhow, uh, I, I was hoping that wasn't just me. No. All right. Um, nobody... I need my dad some breakfast, by the way. You guys, oh, I fed he, him. He's All the right. one guy we can thank. Our only guest this morning was Nick's dad, Tom. Yes. Tom McElwain, celebrating his birthday. Had to sleep at Nick's house last night because they, 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 they lost power and he's got a CPAP machine. I and... have expected his dad to do a dine and dash. Yeah. yeah. Just actually leave <laughs> Oh, Whenever, what'd that. you give him for breakfast? Uh, he wanted some uh, fresh strawberries, which we had, and some toast with butter. And uh, uh, I don't have decaf coffee, unfortunately, so we couldn't have any coffee. But it was funny, Steve, because I went down on the commercial break and was chatting with him, and he was laughing about the whole Tony Danza thing, and uh, you know how that sort of grown into a legend. He's like, I don't even really remember hating him that much. You know, he's he's no carrot top. I mean, that guy's awful. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, he makes a very lucid point. <laughs> He doesn't remember hating him that much? I guess not. I don't know. I mean, my brothers and I certainly remember it, and we knew what the rule was. So if, for for whatever stretch of time where my dad hated Tony, hated Tony Danza, that rule was um, was definitely a part of the household. But, oh. yeah, now I guess he, he's come around on Tony a little bit. Okay. All right. Well, listen, it, it proves that we can all change. We can all change. Yes. Can all Absolutely. Change. So that's a good positive message uh, this morning, Nick. All right. We should do the letter of the day, I guess, Case. You're going to... You gonna give me that? Hang yeah. on. Uh, all right, here we go. Let's fire this. Preston and Steve on ninety-three-three WMMR. Now the daily letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter L, as in Lonnie, Mister Lonnie McElwain. All right, you have one more to go. One more letter. We will get that tomorrow. We'll give away a three hundred dollar WhatACrockMeals.com gift card. What a Crock offers ready-made slow cooker meals, and now they are making grilling just as easy with their new grill pack option. And you can choose from delicacies like brisket, short rib burgers, jalapeno cheddar grills, and bacon-wrapped scallops. If it is a home-cooked slow cooker meal, a barbecue, What a Crock has you covered. Whatacrockmeals.com. So we will get that uh, taken care of tomorrow. We'll give that away to somebody. All right, um, I guess we're done, yeah. so we got some sponsors and things? Yes, sir. All right, the Preston and Steve show has been brought to you today. Uh, oh, has been brought to you today by Duncan. Yes. Tomorrow, yes. June 5th, is National Donut Day. <laughs> Duncan is giving away a free donut, free donut with any beverage purchase, and you can use the Duncan app for a contactless way to order and pay. By the way, that works really well. I've okay. used the app a couple of times. It's fantastic. Pick up in store, or you can get it at the drive-thru. Participation may vary. Limited time offer while supplies last. Also brought to you today by HERS, the official snack food of summer. So thank you. And I guess uh, still no guests tomorrow, right? All right, nobody's doing anything right They're now. They're just uh, taking a breather, as yep. you would well imagine. Yep. So uh, we'll spend some time together, though, tomorrow. And it will be Friday, bro. You know what that means. No sad. No sad. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. Mini cheese curls. Don't threaten me with a good time. Mini cheese curls. Next message. You know what? I just want to thank coronavirus because now everyone else is sitting at home getting fat on their couch, and I'm looking better. Next message. The rain. Come on. Join in. The Preston and Steve Love You Hate You line. Call 484 434 1333. MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jacks.
sell them for less. For the latest in Overwatch League action, check out the Owl's Nest with me, Robbie Landis, and my co-host, Jake Lyon. For new episodes every Friday at CheckpointXP.com or download from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts.